You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. another episode of Axe to Grind, a podcast uh, about hardcore or things that uh, hardcore kids might enjoy. Uh, the format of the show remains the same. We talk truth here, and whenever we think we got a beef or a bias, we announce it by saying, I got a bit of an Axe to Grind here. Uh, my name is Patrick. My name is Bob. I'm Tom. And I'm Izzy. Izzy will be joining us as our uh, guest host uh, mailbag uh, help today. Because this is a mailbag episode. And, and an ongoing correspondent. And an say. ongoing correspondent. <laughs> yeah, friend Sorry, of you signed up now. You, ha- you have to come in every single hour. I'll keep coming in. Been, right. to, been yeah. to like three recordings at this point. Now. Right, so you, yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we want to talk about our sponsor. It would be, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention <laughs> our sponsor. Triple B Records. Uh, Fine purveyors of, uh, of uh, textiles, uh, uh, print print. Material and most importantly, records and digital uh, files and digital files as well. High quality, uh, high quality MP3s, AIFF, AIFF sort of, <laughs> perhaps even flax for all that I know. <laughs> uh, hot label with a lot going on. Uh, did the right thing and decided to support us. So uh, go to triple B records dot limited run dot com and enter the coupon code axe to grind. Spell it out, and uh, that gets ten percent off your whole order. The whole damn thing. Uh, since we have a guest, Izzy, yeah. what would you recommend? Uh, I think you should get the uh, the Unified Right record, the new Unified Right record. A lot of people like that record. Yeah, people also don't like that record. Why? Okay, controversial. <laughs> yeah, I don't why? know why. Is it controversial or is it fake controversial? I can't tell. I mean, it was it was a thing on hardcore Twitter for like yeah. two days. That it was like, like a war between like people who liked heavy music and people who didn't like. Heavy yeah, music. I didn't know if it was the name. I think like that's the, what it was. But you, you don't like think it was heavy a music type. and not heavy music? Yeah, yeah. but I think I lean towards like the unified right type yeah, <laughs> hardcore. So all right, so check it out, unified right. Um, if I can't listen to Unified Right in yeah, Heaven, then send me to hell. Do you think that was part of it? Do you think the title put people off? I don't. I think it shouldn't though, because it's no, like funny. No, it's like, funny. It's, it, yeah, like, I mean, the whole record's kind of funny. And it's probably it's like, like a, a country record from like 1960. I think it's like <laughs> a. If I yeah. can't listen to Waylon Jennings in Texas. I think it's like York. a rip on yeah. a shirt. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. So yeah. That's cool. Um, all right, dude, we got a couple quick hits. Actually, speaking of Triple B, I, I was just reminded this is a curveball for the room. Oh boy. Uh, Triple B announced. So we we said it in the episode that's dropping right now uh, that they were reissuing Eco Strike and Magnitude. He's got a new Brace War 7-inch coming out, and he's got a new Criminal Instinct record coming out. How do we feel about those? Uh, is the Criminal Instinct record a 7-inch or a 12-inch EP? 7-inch. He's crazy. He's crazy. 7-inch is like a fucking invitation for a headache. Um, I mean, those are cool records, right? Like, who's mad at those records? People no. love Criminal Instinct. Yeah. Uh, 
Criminal Instincts is like selective for me. There's tracks that I'm like, oh, that's hot. You know what I mean? But do I need do I need a full LP of Criminal Instinct? Not yet. Is this the first <laughs> Criminal Instinct with the new lineup? Probably. Right? I don't know what was on the the closed casket LP. Because I think this because I think they were still Atlanta based when that LP came out. Or I like believe so. Yeah. But now they're strictly LA. So is that true? Oh, that's a, yeah. That's yeah, right. So like, yeah. I think. Different Holly lineup, things change. Yeah, Martin's things change in up. it. It's like a, a oh. whole new. It's an LA band now. All right. So is yeah. it is it enough dudes that I should walk back my statement that I don't need? Did you listen yes. to the LP on Close Casket? I did, and I liked it. I, here's okay. So I, this is fucked up. I like the controversial shit on it. I like the shit that got got them in fake trouble for half an hour. Like, right, and then and just I was like, here's what's happening, and people were like, all right, yeah, be, because <laughs> yeah. because to me. Yo, I don't need to agree. You said something. And I love that you and he said stood something. By it. Yeah. I love that you, I don't got to agree with a motherfucking thing. We should talk Kanye except it's not. I know. Have we have we liked Kanye any more than we do right now? Well, here's the problem. He went over the line yesterday. So, yeah. so did you what? I like the TMZ thing. No, no, no. So, <laughs> so Oh, you mean that slavery had, being a choice? No, no. That <laughs> he went in there and people were like that dude let him fuck I know, yeah. that was yeah. great. Budden was, Joe Budden was murdering him on the podcast Here's today. the thing. I was backing Kanye, and I think he's a mediocre mind. Mm, yes. and I, I don't give a fuck yes. about him. But I was backing him because, yo, if it makes the fucking uh, Angarati on fucking Twitter uh, <laughs> kick up, I, I'm happy for it, right? However... Mm. I feel I, like that dude yeah, is that giving me, was pretty rough. That dude yeah. is giving me Rick to Life vibes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. He's not well. I don't think his. Everyone's like he's trying to sell records. I was like, I think this dude's not taking his medication. Well, not yeah. to be a dick. We're gonna talk about another dude. We're gonna talk about the, the who I believe to be the Kanye of hardcore in in just a short while. But uh, here's the deal. I. I'm with you, and I don't think there's a limit to free speech. I think you can be the biggest wingnut in the world, and I'm going to back you. However, you've made it impossible for me to back your weirdo statements when you say, look, and everybody... Don't be up. Don't be intentionally obtuse. Everybody understands what he sa- what he means when he says the slavery thing. We understand what he means, but there's no justifying how bad you fucked up that delivery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like there's no sure. there, like yes. you fucked it up, and now mm, so you've made it impossible for me to publicly back you, my man. Yeah. Uh, also, you're gonna have to come with some hits because I don't like the last eleven things you did. Whatever. Yeah, barely like it. What do you think of this, Kanye West? Uh, I don't know. It's like. I feel like every time I get on Twitter, right, like everyone's just like making fun of him, like roasting him at this point. I go to art school, so everyone's super into Kanye West. (sighs) You think people are turning on him though? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, I feel like this is not going to sell records. This might actually hurt him. I feel like Drake's doing really well right now. Yeah. Yeah, He's just just like, like, I give money away. (laughs) Dorky Raptors fan. Cool. There you go. Uh, I mean, Chance the Rapper also like cast yeah. his lot with Kanye which shouldn't help either and then he walked it back like yeah. Donald Trump gave Chance Rapper a shout out and he's like oh no 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 like what I meant was like yeah, yeah, yeah. just like Jesus right. yeah so it's uh, gone south so here's the deal uh, Kanye uh, every- <laughs> get well Kanye you listen and get well see a doctor come man. on yeah Kanye, Kanye get well so uh, he like said he doesn't see a therapist he yeah. uses his friends as that's therapists no good. yeah that's no not good, good. Yeah, and he was like, like I'm on medication yeah, every no. day he's like I take it twice a week yeah. Uh, this strikes me as like this dude's going to be in the hospital in like a week and he's going to be like I said what? Yeah, precisely. And oh, like, yeah. and let me tell you about uh sick people. Uh th- they love That's a, the best breakdown song. <laughs> well, yeah. they they love uh to to circumvent uh conventional wisdom. Right. So if you say 
hey, man, I really feel like you need therapy. It helps everyone, but it might be you might need it. The response is your honestly, people don't think like this. If you know an alcoholic, you know this. If you know a junkie, you know this. But people have a hard time framing it within mental illness, Mm -hmm. which is straight up your mental illness wants to continue. Your mental illness wants to survive. And it will have you saying, it will have you rationalizing shit like, I don't need to see a therapist. I've got my homies. You know what I mean? Of it's course. like, yo, that, that doesn't work. Especially if you're like delusional or right. like manic. Yeah. It yeah. feels fucking awesome. Right. And Why would you want that going away? It feels away, like know? his support structure is quite enabling. And you he lives in I mean? a bubble. He lives right. in Calabasas with a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. I mean, mm. so can't help. All right, Kanye. So, Close Gasket LP, whatever. Yeah. You like the controversial songs. I actually, I think people were real hot on that first Criminal Instinct record. And I think it cooled off a little on the LP. No diss, just for whatever reason. Honestly, Al Mart didn't catch me on that. That's funny. Oh, I liked it. I yeah. thought it was cool because it was straight, like, old country. Kind Felt of. southern to me. Okay. Yeah, I liked okay. it. Okay, yeah. didn't catch me. Um, curious about this new one. Uh, curious about Brace War. We'll see what it does. Um, I think Brace War is going to do what Brace War is going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it, I think uh, I'm curious because they haven't put out new music in a very long time. Mm. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think the Criminal Instinct to do well. I think they have a lot of... Every time I've seen them, they get a good reaction. You know, yeah, they mean, don't play very often. Right. I think that LP came out and they're kind of like. And it's a good live act. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah. so he's a good front like, man. He's, you know. It's hard to lose when yeah. you. Yeah. All right. So, quick hit number two. Um, brought up right before. Uh, our, our room, not favorites, but they're pretty high up on our list is Blacklisted. Um, finished their European tour and said this band was blacklisted, causing quite a commotion of people thinking one thing or another. Right, which and is that almost... Was, that was the intent. Well, almost certainly the intent, right. You got trolled. And, and uh, so here's the deal. This is a have-it-both-ways scenario where the band has ended all of their sets with this band uh, was blacklisted. Black, right. And so when they say that, uh, they, they can both allude to the fact that they're breaking up and fall back on the fact that, no, we've, said that, set, we've said that literally 300 yeah. times. Right. However... These are uh, language. George is a wordsmith, and he knows wordplay. And you know, I'm not no inside info one way or the other. That new record is good. Yep. Those two new songs yep. are yeah, good. Really um, Izzy, as someone from the general Philly area originally, what do you think of Blacklisted? I like Blacklist a lot. They, I was in a band, like a not youth crew band, but like just like. General Do you want to th- throw the name out there? It's called Scripted Youth. Uh, that's a cool name. Yeah, yeah cool it was a cool especially name. Especially because cool you were band. how old? I was like 15 or 16. Yeah, good name. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, it was a cool band. Um, we played like a handful of shows. One of the first ones with was with Blacklisted in Philly. So it was cool like, time. it was cool because so like, kind of meaningful kind of thing. Yeah, they're like a camp? cool band. Yeah, yeah. I think Plug the band band camp. Get people to oh download that shit. It's a scripted, I think it's scripted youth HC at bandcamp dot, or dot, Bandcamp.com, whatever. Well, well, I don't like know. Me. .net slash Who knows? I don't know the internet. So anyways, you play the Blacklisted. <laughs> yeah. S- say, um, easy to say they were a formative band for you in the yeah, early Yeah, we like really liked them a lot. People in Delaware also like them a lot. I'm from Delaware, so. Delaware. Um, <laughs> so the, I think like. Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people, people like them a lot. So I've never had like any negative opinions on it. But Do you think they're a polarizing band? Like in the area, um, it depends. Like, it depends on what day it is. Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah, like it's polarizing. If you're in like one, like one 
If you're like south of some area, then like everyone likes them, and you're north. Oh. And <laughs> wow, okay, it's like a civil war. Right. Yeah, not like south the so north, you're saying but like south of the like, line. like Pennsylvania. If you cross over to like New Jersey, people a, probably don't like no, it as people much. Like, people like people like people like it. Jersey. That's yeah, good. The shore. No, I think people. I think Bachlisa did tell you they wouldn't piss on South Jersey to keep yeah. it from burning. So so, so look, <laughs> I think blacklisted is the members are going to resent what comes out of my mouth next. Um, Let's preface you're a super fan, like a legit super fan. Yeah, yeah. Legit, in a weird way. It's weird. Like you brought it up to talk about and we were kind of like, do we need to talk about it? And you, you forced the issue yeah. and said, yes. Yeah. I, I'm a, I think that this is one of the few bands doing anything interesting and it breaks my heart that motherfuckers don't care as much as they should. So with that in <clears throat> mind, uh, I think this band has mismanaged their legacy. And I think that uh, they need to, even though they go away often, I think they need to go away in a thing that they do not do, which is strategic. I think they need to be strategic. I think they need to disappear. Make uh, people miss them. Make people miss them in a sincere way. But I feel like they've disappeared for they the do. most part. They do. But and they'll jump on like random shows. Like they played those like, 108 shows no, and fight is. So they played this. Like, that's, Here and there, and it's just sort of... When they were going to play New York, and I believe they ended up canceling, Yes. Uh, no diss to the openers, but that could have been a very strong show if they had done it right. But I don't think that they were concerned with doing it right, quote-unquote. I think they were concerned with doing it their way, which is like, hey, we're, we're a legitimate headliner. We, it, it doesn't matter. We don't need to build a show around us. And... I'm totally sympathetic to this, because I'm not the micromanager in that way either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... I feel like that is an important band that even if you're going to play less because everybody, you know, like the Sausages Got Kids and whatever. Sure. Even Make it count. Yeah. Do what Ceremony does and at least fortify your region as always caring about you. California will always care about Ceremony even though I don't think the rest... I think the rest of the country is falling off on Ceremony a lot. I think that if you talk to a 24-year-old, they go, Ceremony who? But, but, but is he? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I like Ceremony, but I also liked the newer Ceremony that was like Smithy yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't. Rocking. So it, I guess it kind of depends. Yeah. Right. It's hard like, to say if those to. kids that yeah. like the power violence type of stuff. There, I think there's a lot of people my age that, at least people that I know, that yeah. like really like specific Ceremony records, but I don't know anyone who will go out of their way to see Ceremony. Interesting. Oh, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. I, I think the person that goes out of their way to see Ceremony is 30 plus. That, yeah, th- th- for that's sure. right. And, yeah. and that's a, that's a uh, uh, declining inventory. Sure. Because yeah. once you hit 30 plus, it's like, oh, I want to leave the house. But I honestly think that Ceremony can be a band that plays three shows in California every year that brings out a thousand people to every show. And if they do it right, they can be a legacy act. And as ugly as that wor- those fucking words sound to some people, they can do that forever in a tasteful, cool way. Yeah. Blacklisted should be that on the East Coast. Sure. And I think Ceremony yeah. does that. Yeah. They curated yeah, that, that, that thing out in Petaluma or yeah. the hell they're from. It was yep. kind of like... like Huge bands. Oh, they did opening great with for that. them. Yeah, Power Trip, yep. Touche More. Like you know what I mean. They really so kept them kind of, relevant and fresh with that, right? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there's no reason. I mean, well, there probably are reasons that Blacklisted couldn't do a similar thing in Philly. Sure, yeah. uh, I. But I think that they could. Look, this is me talking in a way that I don't talk about even my own band. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know Come what on, I mean? Man. No, but here's a question. Who are, who, like, all right, so Ceremony puts together their, you know, six, seven band fest. Mm-hmm. Who is Blacklisted putting that together with? 
Like, who are their contemporaries it's, that are still around or mm. bands that have kind of grown with them? Like, you guys are talking about two very, very different bands with very different personalities. For sure. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to dive deeper in that, but they just have different relationships to their... Contemporaries. Um, to their contemporaries, yeah, sure. to their younger... It's just very different. And I totally agree that they should not break up. I think, yeah. actually, after hearing those single songs... They should continue writing music should they choose to. And yes. they should do whatever the fuck they want. I think that um, managing their legacy, man, we all dig our own graves, so do your thing. But I think they can do whatever they want. And this is part of that. And if you're scared that they're going to break up, uh, in the, don't be too scared. In the words of Leonard Nimoy, it's been done. Yeah, don't be too scared. <laughs> all right, what else we got? Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's it for quick hits. Uh, Izzy, thank you for joining us. This no is going to be a fun ride. We're going to get into mailbag questions. But, Patrick, you did a uh, a really fun exercise the past three days. Has, it been, it, has it been fun? Has yeah. it been an, it's an exercise. It's an exercise. It's torture, maybe. So it's, exercise. so it's one of those things. You know when a, you're in a group chat with people and sometimes you throw out something and it goes on deaf ears. You know, I know that feeling. Everybody knows that feeling. <laughs> Patrick last night hit hit us with some thoughts on integrity, and I saw it, and I just didn't have the energy to respond. And I think the rest of the room felt, felt the I was same. I probably sleep already. <laughs> yeah. It's better. And I felt, I, but I felt the exhaustion in your messaging then. Uh, so there's no way not to be exhausted. I listened to. Uh, I won't say everything integrity ever did because I know that some super fan will be able to point out something that I missed. Anything really like easily accessible. Oh, yeah. Quick, quick breaking news that I have coming in right breaking now. News, breaking, breaking news. news, and we're gonna get right back to. Okay, integrity. What, what Kanye do? He's on the criminal instinct record. The uh, <laughs> the, con- the Kanye of Boston, mm. Sam Yarmouth. Oh yeah, sure. Interesting development. I got fired from my desk job yesterday. I might just give full time Triple B a go. Wow. Boom. Wow. So kick it. Well, he was just saying what, how that was like a perfect job for him because he did fuck all and yeah. he had to like go and pick up like it, iPads. And you shit. know what? It might have been, uh, they might have heard him saying, I do fuck all and say, maybe. Well, I don't know. You, might you be think they, yeah. they caught the, the pod? They yeah, they might have. Yeah. He dined himself out. A couple pod fans. He's self snitching. <laughs> so, Triple B. Triple B. We all in. We love you, homie. So. Sam, hope, you know. You could. You can live on Pat's couch if you really need to. That's for sure, actually. You um, might not can want you live to. There's on the... a lot of peanut butter. It's true. There is a lot of peanut butter. Here's my question. Uh, all right. So all the ex- easily accessible integrity Back to integrity. Yeah. How many tracks would you say you listen to? Oh, I mean. I just out of curiosity. Say, let's say 150. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. That's too much at once. And, and over oh, a course a of a 72-hour period? Yes. Uh-uh. I think they did that in like Kabul, like the fucking ha- like they did. They did. Yeah. Isn't that an Iron Man? Yeah. The first yeah, 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 yeah. Like I think they like they hang you upside down and play you 150 <laughs> integrity songs. Yeah. You think it's that like, it's gonna be water dripping your head? It's like in contrast to sin to yeah. play. A, 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 <laughs> oh no, I mean because that I could do. It's like when you yeah. come in with Project Regenesis, like that's the CIA agent being like, "You will talk." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before I saw Zero Dark Thirty, you yeah. lived it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So before, because we're gonna let you rant and we're gonna kind of hit you with questions. Uh, let's go around the room and just touch on what everybody else's experience and, and vibe on integrity is. Let's start with you, Tom. I mean, I love integrity up to a certain point, probably in, up till season seasons in these size of days. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of lost me after that. Some of the things that you were dropping, I had no fucking idea yeah. what it was. Um, I, I like to die for, but there's some stuff in the middle that I have no fucking idea. Um, I'll catch up. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I've never got into like the weird like. The side warfare split. Like, I probably own it and never listen to yep. it. It's one of those things. You and everyone else, yep. Yeah. Um, but, I would, yeah, I'm a pretty big Integrity fan, I would okay. say. Is it? Um, 
I like what I know of them, but that's only like the the popular records. I've never yeah. taken the time to like dig into integrity. Your face. I like. I did it for just you. Just don't. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Pat's face right now. Everybody's faces on this whole thing are great. Um, it's so disdainful. He's like. I feel like people like really argue about integrity sometimes. Yeah. There are and people who love them. Yeah, there are people who really like them. I had a conversation recently, sorry, uh, uh, with someone who uh, was making the argument that integrity was more important than the Cro-Mags. I'll have a number of hot takes of that type. Oh, God, yeah. All right. I mean, you know, it's questionable. I, think, I, I actually don't think it is questionable. I, I think it's truth. Ugh. It's you, not you, that far I'll like, get you in contact with this guy and you guys can become friends. It's a tough call, though. <laughs> I, 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 think if, I think if we no. cons- consider what is be- what is popular right this second. The flow, we need to consider the flow of the ocean, mm-hmm. right? So the flow of the ocean right now, I don't think it's it's like 15 years ago, it's not even a contest that it's the Chromex. Correct. Not even a contest. And if you said that, you'd be speaking out of pocket in a big way. Even the bands that didn't sound anything like Chromags would say, "Oh no, the Chromags were no chief inspiration." Correct, and that goes back and forth and back and forth. And as I think we've kind of dwelled on Chromags, you want to talk about legacy? Oh, digging! It's done. It's 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 in a spot right now. Um, Which is crazy because some people say, "Yo, live, this is still fun as fuck." Absolutely, it's, it's still, still great. The songs are still fucking fantastic. It still is. Stop, the still stop cheating those songs, please, for me. Um, but as an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. I've stolen some integrity songs. Yeah, we never stole Chromex, right? Okay, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know I think I mean? you can steal integ stuff. I mean, you can't recreate Chromex. That no, was just a perfect storm. And there's just the, their best stuff. You can't. I bet. No, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to argue that you can't. Uh, you can, that many have tried, but you can't really steal the best integrity stuff either. I'm going to, you know, after mm. this is done, I'm going to play two songs back to back. And you're going to be like, holy okay, shit. Yeah, and then I had to be told, like, yeah. don't sing it like this. Yeah. Because otherwise, the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and there are bands who've done it very well. They basically form their own little mini genre. True. And yeah. I think there's certain bands who've hit it and then a lot who've missed it. But anyways, uh, yeah, big influence. It's weird to say that, but yeah. they might be more popular than the Cro-Mags right now. I mean, At in the, the sense, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe. That's a, that's a big country out there. And we think of New York when we think of the Cro-Mags, but the Cro-Mags in Ohio, as compared to Integrity, totally fucking night, yeah. wherever. Like, the Cro-Mags are... They might have the entire mid, mid part of this country well, the that's Chrom- theirs. The thing that we'll get to, but the Cro-Mags haven't put out a real record. In, in 30 years. 150 I mean, well, let's, let's, 28 years. Let's say, Jesus. 29. I mean, they put out Revenge with Paris and Harley that some people talk about. That's not a real Chromax record. I mean, no, no, mm-hmm. no offense. No. But, um, some people like the front and like the. And I mean, if you, yeah, if you go back to me, it's Age of Coral or nothing. And Best Wishes has got a couple tracks yeah. and that's it. But um, yeah, Integrity is a big influence. Uh, I got into Integrity, found Those of Here Tomorrow, the Toy Box version. Loved it. I was the only person of my friends who liked it. Given this conversation not long ago on the podcast, one of my good friends was like, yeah, <laughs> I tried to listen to some integrity. Not good. And I was like, oh, okay. For the stuff you like, let's listen. And we listened to Those Who Fear Tomorrow on a drive. And it was cool because I could look at his face and go, he, he was like, oh, oh, I see why you like this. Like, it's not this weird metalcore thing strictly. So they fall in a weird place. Uh, fan, but really... Those of you tomorrow's where I'm at. I like humanity. I like systems. I like seasons. Um, I don't hate to die for. Uh, I think it it aged fine. Felt it feels pandering. of the time. Felt very pandering. 
Uh, uh, yeah, well, like, I'll, I'll like, like hey, we'll, yeah. this is what the kids want. Here we go. I'm going to sing about Nikes. I'll, like, it's like, okay. I'll I'll talking about the Saren song to die for is about Nikes. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, rough. you were singing songs about, like, Saren gas and fucking weird. You know what I mean? And well, all of a sudden yeah. you're like, where hey guys, I, we're back. Where do I start with the takes? Do you want the no. takes or do you want me to talk about the eras? What do you want here? Give me the takes. Let's go takes yeah. and then yeah. give us some eras. Okay. Uh, my take is that everybody who likes this band or strongly backs this band. 10% are actually listening to this band. I think that's, uh, having listened to the entire discography now, I believe strongly that you like the t-shirt more than you like this band. Okay, yeah. quick. Yes? Yeah, no, 100%. Cool symbol. Yeah. Like the skull makes them cooler than... No, I mean, I there's so many people I know who uh-huh. wear an integrity shirt, but like the only kind of hardcore they'll listen to is like Strife or mm-hmm. Chromax. So like hmm. that. that's not new either. No. Integrity played Posse Numbers 2003. It was the first time a whole generation of people got to see them, sure. including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, first two songs, Hot. people got going off, whole room bouncing. By song four, it was three people in the pit, and that was it. Yeah. And, and a th- lot of people with the, oh, do, do I like this vibe? <laughs> like bouncing, but kind of like, I don't know this song, really. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah. Firstly, let me tell you my experience with this band, which is uh, has always been a favorite of a lot of people I'm around. Never a favorite of mine. I have no sentimentality, no nostalgia. It is even being from Albany because they were. I know. I feel like that was like. Were the people who liked Integrity the dickheads? No, actually, the people that liked Integrity were the people of like kind of my era and the people that were in my scene and liked the things I liked. And to me, this. I was not into this sound. Like so, here's a hot take: Integrity is at its best when it is an accidental crust act. That is when the band is at their best. Right. It is Rednecks playing Metallica uh, and this uh, LSD, LSD casualty singing, <laughs> and and, and uh, when those two things collide into an accidental crust act, such as on Systems Overload. It is a great band. I think Systems Overload is a great record. I think that is a very, very good record. Mm. Everything else is good to dog shit. And <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, Humanity is the Devil, the constant favorite. I yeah. urge everybody to go back and revisit it. It's one-third as good as Systems Overload. It's one-third as good as anyone thinks. Yeah, no, I mean, one-eighth as good well, as anyone Well, because of Hollow. Right. Hollow might be their best song. I mean, vocal test. Vocal you know, test, sure. Vocal, vocal test. Mm. Oh, see, I think vocal. It's I think hard. vocal test sets a mood better than almost. It's a great opener. I think that's oh, yeah. a great opener. It's a great intro with someone just yelling yes. gibberish yes. over it. Yeah, and I, I think the joke goes on harder than the the song, and that's the part that gets me. Like people the song is cool. Song oh, oh, but the, but people go off for it and get. Next time you watch that, if if they play again, watch the smiles. As people are like, oh yeah, it's that song where we just yell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's and that's fine. If sure. that's if I know you guys big in the good clean fun and all that, so it's like the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Super fans, I love the comedy. No, 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 no. But you know, like this track itself, you're totally right. Hot, but the record, I no, it's just. I uh, said to my friend, I'd be lying if I said I didn't like the record more because of the cover. Obvious. Thank you. The cover's Let's perfect. Let's talk cover's perfect. The stuff that comes with it, like it comes with the book, the fucking yep. whatever. You know what I mean? Like it and. The weird stuff at the end with like Chubby Fresh, like all this weird kind of, mm-hmm. and the samples, it was like their great samples, real turn into like darkness. Well, I, before I, this, it wasn't. Let, that's my next hot take. Please. So, 
A thing that we talked about on a Patreon episode. Thank you, Patreon subscribers. Go do that if you haven't. I uh, knew the first one's coming probably this week. Okay. This. Uh, yeah. So, a thing we did was we somehow we talked about Madball and it, it, peripherally. It came up. Are we talking about integrity and Madball in the same? Yeah, we are. I, I'm going a place. Oh, so boy. we talk about everything. I'm going a place, not where you think. With, with for people that know the backstory, I'm not going to the place that you think with those two. Good. <laughs> I'm comparing them in this respect. Um, like what you like. Uh, I support you liking whatever you like. However, if you are, if you pride yourself on being Mr. Miss or, or, or they uh, pl- uh, like plugged in woke person and you say you like Madball, you are deeply confused about what Madball <laughs> is about. You are deeply confused. So when we see like, uh, let's broadly... When we see the crowd at like a, hey, this is a, uh, a modern, wokey, sort of whatever crowd, and we see two Madball sweatshirts in mm-hmm. the crowd, I want you to keep that same energy, as they say. <laughs> Apply the same rules, because Madball is not kidding. That's not a. That's not like a. a oh an, no! A, an, a, no, these aren't these aren't uh, uh, fictional narratives. These aren't. It's not these cowboys aren't, and Indians. No, it's and a, this isn't. This isn't. This is a theme record. Yeah, that's not what it is, right? Oh so, no! So, so like, if, if <laughs> no, no. If, if you are not about that shit, if that is a thing that offends you in your waking life, and you feel the need to be Mister Judgmental, fucking sanctimonious dickhead, yo. Take that sweatshirt off because you're not about it. You know what I mean? No. How do you feel about that? Uh, do you like what? Madball? Yes, I like Madball. Um, I didn't really like them when I was younger because I was like that like woke person. And yo, we don't want to use like, woke's not, not a pejorative. No, it's just no. Woke. They're not. No. I don't think they're they're not ignorant. They're just they sing about their yeah. true story. Like it's not. Let's address that real quick. Yeah, sorry. Uh, woke. I just don't want it to be like woke and they're like ignorant. No, they're like pretty. Here's the thing. I'm going to yeah. clean. I'm going to clean it all up. Yeah, please. Thank God. Uh, so uh, we're not using woke as a pejorative at all. Uh, and we don't want to sound 150 years old. It's just the convenience of having a word that we can grab. Uh, in the, in the 90s, it was the more PC leaning kids. We don't use that language anymore. Uh, in, sure. In, instead, we're just going to say woke for the convenience, okay? Everybody, right. If you hate that people get like punched in the face at a hardcore show, you're, wearing, you're faking the funk if you're wearing a Madball. Cor- correct. And we're also not going to say that Madball is at all ignorant as people. No. Uh, uh, t- to, be, to be fair, I think that we could find uh, some incredibly progressive views out of those guys. Yeah, it's a lot it, of kindness, too. It's, it's yeah. just to say that the shit that if you are not, if you are not with the shit, the band is, yeah, and you're fucking. It's and next up, integrity. If you are that, not about Armenian persecution, <laughs> you ain't all about it. <laughs> really good song. Yeah, it is. Um, if, you, know, you ever eat sloppy joes in Parma, Ohio? I have. <laughs> <laughs> so you can listen. So I you feel. I listen. feel. Do you ever have chubby fresh pay like to come that. to your show? Uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I, I Metalcore OG. No, you need to tell us that story. That's right. part of the intent combo. So when we had, so when there was a New York Ohio beef. Yeah. We were on tour in Ohio. Most wait. fruitless beef of all time. Go on. Well, I mean, it was this pretty when, one-sided. This was when Mellow was on the Knicks and Braun was in. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, probably, yeah. It was pretty one-sided. The home team won. All mm-hmm. I'm saying. We showed up and we played in this place called the Grog Shop. It was us, the silent majority. Oh, yeah. Pretty, you know, unassuming bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. We're just standing there. Fucking K- Chubby Fresh shows up, pays the money at the door. He goes, 
any New York guys want to fight me? And we were like, what? And like, and he goes, all right. And he walked out. So he literally paid t- eight, ten bucks to come in to see if we wanted to fight them. And we we're like, and like Salman George is like, what did you just say? And the guy's like, no. All right, see you later. And he left. Did not stay for the actual show. Just came to see if anybody wanted to fight him. Here's Yo, the man. So we're That's gonna really crazy. hate on someone for supporting the scene. Uh, like this dude paid, paid his money. Yo, big ups Ohio. I'm gonna go one step further. All right. Somebody might hit that with with the clown review. That gets a four stars for me. I think that's a hot move. I think I think showing up saying, "Hey, is anybody looking for a fight?" No. Okay. I'm. I got to get back to the. I mean, he no, didn't give us a chance to fucking answer. No, I agree that like it's like I don't know like that's sick. You'd pay money to like right, but it was ask, like like dude, we have nothing to do. Like I only share. Like I mean, at the time, like. No, but he's doing the, he's the sheriff doing the little check. You know? Right, so yeah. he's pulling up on Silent Majority from Lindenhurst, Long Island to be like, you want to pick up some beef for Isaac and Freddie? Like, Tom, that's ridiculous. Tom, no, he's he like, knows. he's dedicated to He knows you real, though. Brooklyn. Like, he knows. That's... Oh, he knows, yeah. Anyone can get it. <laughs> I mean, if you're chubby, anyone can get it. Well, are you calling me chubby? You no. Call, oh, chubby fresh. All right, go. <laughs> right. Chubby fresh, drummer for your guys' little project. I don't know what his edge status is, but uh, not gonna get real. He's too adjacent to mean Steve. I think I want the answer to do is him. not good. Yeah. Um, Even so, if he is, he's not. So uh, here's my take: If you are about that, yes. Uh, hey, I don't like shit that is intentionally edgy. If you use the word edge lord as a pejorative, you trust me. You do not fucking like integrity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So don't wear the integrity shirt because you are not. The only thing consistent about integrity. This is this is not a a hot take. This is a fucking reality check. (laughs) The only thing consistent about integrity. Literally throughout their whole career. There's only one constant. And it's not Dwid. It's fucking school shooter style edginess. That is it. And that is the only. Every step of the way. He was trying to. Do something to shock you. And right. And with that, I think I will point out the only other clear thing. And if I hope you if you like the band, I like the band. Yeah, nobody matters. I've at the owned band. an integrity shirt. I like them. <laughs> I own many records. The only other consistent edginess at a level of total cornball. Oh. Oh, it's fucking hot topic adjacent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let, let, let's address that. So if you are uh Current members of Integrity are Dom and uh, Dwid. Dwid and Randos. <clears throat> so, Dom is uh, my people. I love Dom. Yeah, Dom, don't be angry. Dwid, we don't know each other. Don't be angry. I uh, talked to you once and you had X-Files clear uh, contact lenses on. <laughs> it kind of weirded me out and I didn't really know how to look you in the face. So, uh, but here's the facts. The diehard Integrity fans that know what's up. Who no were, pun intended. Who, who were, no pun intended. Who were hitting me with the text when they saw that I was doing this. They know full well that this is an incredibly corny band, and they just love it. It to them, it's like metal, where you know metal right. is corny, but you just love it. This is a no denying, and I don't want if you are a forty-four year old Integrity super fan, that do not at us with with <laughs> hey, they're like I saw them, blah blah blah. I like Integrity. Uh, we all fucking like yeah, Integrity. Yeah. <laughs> but you could boil their Jesus entire Christ. career down to. Being generous, twelve good songs. Oh yes, yes. But I mean, that's more than most. No, you know what? I'm. I'm. Let's be. Uh, that can be subjective. There's probably people who really ride and could say, "I can name forty good integrity songs." Fine, dude. Cool. I can name no a I, bunch of good whatever. Creed I, songs. I, I, I thought the same thing before I did this exercise, <laughs> and and now, uh, 
I can name. So uh, you're putting it. You're saying if you want to ride for integrity, do this ride and come at us with your list. Yeah. Email Patrick specifically. <laughs> I'm going to give his personal email at the end that. of the episode. X Patrick. So here's the deal. At evr.com. Uh, uh, <laughs> by the time seasons and the size of days come out, uh, this band is their uh, quote unquote original incarnation is not feeling each other and it and it shows right uh the record is actually good yes but not a a hair on the ball sack of the rest of the, the of of the no they're on the other side of the hill at that point right melnick stopped caring like yeah it well apparently so the, the melnick's this, yeah. on it i don't yeah, know they're on yeah, it yeah, but apparently are. the band was not talking also no. insider information i guess i don't know my integrity insider said i could say any of the shit as long as i didn't name them so <laughs> we'll, we'll respect <laughs> the anonymity so Hmm. Apparently, now I'm trying to figure out who you're in. Apparently, <laughs> they uh, the band was not talking, yep. and Dwid was not at all happy with the season's material. Uh, and this is interesting for this reason. I fully get why he would come in and say this is not up to the caliber of our previous efforts. Totally get it. But to then go and do Integrity 2000 <laughs> de- immediately after demonstrates some confusion on what made Integrity worthwhile. Now let's talk about Integrity 2000. Let's real quick but go back. So the Melnicks are a crucial point of integrity early era. Yeah. In the point that when we talked about to die for, they are not a part of the band post seasons. Correct. They are a part of the band from get to seasons. Correct. And there are people who ride for that. There are people who ride real hard for seasons as still top tier, maybe preferential. This is what it's about. And they leave. They do a bunch of different bands, really different kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Cider. I think Ruiner, they might have been involved with, oh, there's a couple others. Weren't they in like a lot of The those... Homo Stupids maybe, um, but yeah, there's a or lot. Or like the Hate H100. Like I feel like they were in that kind of, didn't they get in with some of those like face oh, value bands, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Like, no, H100s. Uh, was Aaron they, Melnick or one of those dudes were in those one kind of, those, of bands. Was, well, that's the thing. All those bands, Cider, a lot of those bands like, were all in that more Gordon punk Soli, scene. motherfuckers. Yeah, they weren't yeah. in Gordon Soli or Nine Shocks, but they were in bands that were adjacent to that stuff. Sure. I believe, if you want to correct me, please feel free. I love <laughs> Nine Shocks, but whatever. Um but so they leave. Dwid continues on. Let's talk in Tag 2000. Okay, so in Tag 2000 is actually uh, the band 216. Does anybody know what that is? No reason that you should. I know apartment the name. 216? No. <clears throat> is it not Apartment 216? No. Oh, 213. 213, you're right. Because that's where... Which, by the way, I did that discography the other day. That was a weird ride. Um, so... <laughs> And that's named after like where time. fucking... Uh, Dahmer, I want to say. Dahmer killed all his yeah. people. Yeah. So... Uh, Integrity 2000 is 216 is unused 216 tracks. 216 is essentially uh, the stone sour to Mushroom Heads Slipknot. So does know. that's like a lot of levels. To does, that. Everybody, does everybody does everybody know who Mushroom Head is? I mean, yes. a little, yeah. yeah, go ahead. So okay, I, for, I mean, I followed you. Please explain for the for people that don't know what Mushroom Head is. Uh, <laughs> apparently, a pre-Slipknot. Uh, act mask band mask band I should yeah I should make that clear yeah Yeah. masked new metal progenitors whatever right that apparently were up for Slipknot style uh, uh, label sort of nods except Uh they wouldn't do the bullshit so Slipknot in some people's mind was created to be the mushroom head which is a crazy take, but apparently is a thing that, that is... And apparently they're hardcore adjacent, because I feel like someone yeah. from In Cold Blood was in it. Yes. Uh, well, the singer, right? They, so I think multiple people... From In Cold Blood yeah. was, was in Mushroom so, Head. So Mushroom Head, 216, which is the Mushroom Head side project, these are essentially Mushroom Head songs, 
Uh, the story goes that Dwid talks them into giving giving him the B-sides to be in Teg 2000. Now, you can tell this. When I saw that people... I did not really know this before entering the Integ 2000 uh, vortex. <laughs> ball, yeah. Is but, it called Integ 2000? So the it, it, is. it is currently labeled as Integrity 2000 if you go to like Discogs. But, but like back in the day, it was Integ 2000. Correct. Yeah. And, and there's at least one album oh. that has the Integ 2000 as a logo it's on so it. It's so Y2K and weird. It is. Yeah. But... I mean, that's what was going on. That is, yeah, exactly you're like, our computers on. are going to kill us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> New Axagrund shirt, Y2K and weird. <laughs> so, if you, when people said that's my favorite integrity material, I immediately dismissed them and said, oh, come on now. Like, you know who, t- who did this to you? But I, I fully believe it. And here's why. Because these are the most new metal. This is the closest that Integrity ever got to new metal. There's actual new metal squeals on it, like like that familiar guitar. Yeah, like and it appears on the Integ 2000 material, and it makes total sense that if you come from a new metal background, let's say that you are 30 today, sure. and you come from a new metal That'd background, yeah. and this would be this like would be, right in your fucking oh my god right in your lane <laughs> because yeah. this is hardcore. But with enough new metal that you were sliding into home base on this. Interesting. And Jesus. what's interesting is that I hear more Integrity 2000 in current hardcore bands than any of the other Integrity material, including the stuff hmm. that we think that was at like to die for, as you said, essentially a pandering uh, like modern hardcore record. Not modern meaning like uh, you know the, the the amazing core as it was yeah, called at yeah, the time, yeah. but no, uh, it was like what you current. what you want from integrity. Here's, here's what we got for you. But that's where it gets super fascinating. I'm gonna get to there. Uh, integrity 2000 uh, is a uh, new metal light record, right? <laughs> it, it, it's a hardcore record, but it's also new metal light. Uh, Project Regenesis, which is I don't even know what that is. Does anyone really know what that is? No. Do you have like? I uh, no. Please, I have no idea. I remember it. I remember actively avoiding it. And um, when no, this all no spoilers. That's two thousand. That's 2000. East Coast Empire put that out in the yeah. year two thousand. Okay, because I feel like there was like when did to die for came out in like 2002 three, three? three. cuz i feel like they were back on like the yes. like everyone and back at everyone's good graces so the most interesting part about integrity is that uh, they killed themselves and resurrected themselves all within the course of less than 5 years would you say it was regenesis uh, i would say it was regenesis and then their longest time off the map was actually post to die for where it took them almost 9 years to play uh, or to put out another record was to die for the thing right before the stuff with dom uh, right before, I think... No, it, Dom doesn't join for about five years then. But yeah, he starts doing... What's stuff. the record? That came, there was a record after To Die For before Dom? Yeah, uh, yes. there, there did two LPs on Deathwish. Okay, to Die so, For is the first. So, the second is much later, for. 2011. You but got, Dom starts working with them around 2008, 2009. Got it, okay. On the To Die For tour, they get their asses kicked. That's relevant, okay? Uh, like physically? Yes. Oh. Um, so they uh, there's some disappearing that goes in, into that. So, uh, Dwid's off in Ghent, uh, yes. not feeling good about being a touring hardcore musician and possibly... Man, not- you got a deep source on this. Oh, my yeah, God. I, I got. But listen, well, I urge did everyone... Did you talk to Mean Steve or something? I urge everyone to listen to this Project Regenesis. Okay. It, it has... Hit the highlights. 
It's got a cover of Hot Stuff by Donna Summer. It's Which got a cover, we shared today. It's got a cover of Bad Girls by Donna Summer. It's got a Billy Idol cover, and it's got a Gary Newman cover. And I cannot describe... So there's there are hardcore covers of, uh, of mainstream songs that I think work. I think the Slapshot... Uh, uh, Fuck, uh, Big Mouth Strikes Again. Yeah, Big, Big Mouth Strikes, Strikes Again wonderful. is actually great because mm-hmm. you can feel that this is a problem in Choke's life. You know what I mean? You can feel that this <laughs> yeah. is a problem. Uh, so you tell me, like, you ever hear the vision? Stop, man. Have you ever heard the Vision Smith's cover, uh, Stop Me? No. It's excellent. See, it's like legitimately fantastic because they can pull it off. Right, Dave can sing. These, and these songs, the two, play, these yeah, songs yeah. are not excellent. All right, so, so real quick, <laughs> Izzy, yeah. you can kind of quiet... You were making bitter beer face at the whole thing. Uh, no, I mean, I was like two years old when most of the integrity stuff was going down. So, like, I don't, I don't know. That's okay. You know, That's um, I just like I feel like there's a lot of opinions about Integrity 2000 because I feel like the, like the longer it is since that record. Oh wait, real came quick, out. are you our youngest guest? I think so. Yeah, Isaac was our. Old yeah, You're yeah, I'm younger young, than Isaac. Then there yeah. you go. All right. So, so you Integrity 2000 kind of. Yeah. Do you know people who like it? Oh, I know so many people. I, Isaac, for example, I think that's his. He might text me and tell me <sighs> that I was wrong, but I oh, think he's that's gonna, his he's gonna favorite. be mad. You put him on blast. Okay. No, I no, mean, no. If you go to his Twitter, he's probably <laughs> tweeted about this. He's definitely <laughs> tweeted about liking Integrity 2000. <sighs> I mean, how old you were too when Integrity 2000 came out? Yeah, that's right, 98. So like. Most no, stuff yeah. was yeah. So all the good stuff was like before you were. Yeah, all yeah. the good stuff was, yeah, exactly. Wow, but so but the, the thing that's people gone. people in like current hardcore bands I think like Integrity 2000, and I think that's why there's a lot of like newer hardcore bands that sound closer to Integrity 2000. Okay, yes, yeah. I I think it is a a really home run for somebody that is new metal adjacent. Yeah, so, no, okay. the people who like. We're in middle school listening to Slipknot like Integrity yeah. 2000, and makes which sense. is like my that. age group and like sure. a few yeah. years older. Right. So so the funny thing is, too, here, because you noted it, Tom, Integrity 2000 comes out in 99 or 2000, I guess, right? Uh, Integrity 2000 comes out in 99. Yeah, so then the the Project Regenesis comes out on the heels. Um, yeah, you got you got to follow it up with something hot like Project Regenesis. You want to you want to keep. <laughs> I urge you. I mean, so Pat ta- I, uh, was talking to a friend about that we were doing this integrity dive, and he was like, "Have you heard the Donna Summer cover?" I was like, "No." He sent it to me. I sent it to the group chat. Pat's like, "Oh yeah, Project Regenesis goes in it," <laughs> and I said, "If I worked at Relapse." I don't care if I was fucking packing records. I'd go, hey guys, I'd run around. Hey, 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 stop what you're doing right now. We need to cancel this whole integrity thing. It was done. And everybody would be like, what, what are you doing, male kid? Get the fuck out of here. You'd be like, no, I'm doing no, 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 no. Listen to this. Yeah. Click. And I, it, I think there would be a little bit of like, um, we appreciate that. Thank you. Um, you can go back to packing stuff, but we value your input. Yes. And right. here's, here's, a bonus. here's a bonus so, for saving us money. But so also, the, there's no. There almost was a perception there was a break. There's no break. There's no break. To There's die no for break. comes out in 2003. Well, They're essentially uncycled. Hold on. You, you, you're you leaving out a record. Oh, my God. Closure? Closure. That's right. So, Closure. There's so many uh, in there. So many. I ran into a dude once. This is probably <clears throat> more than 10 years ago who claims to have written that record. And uh, he says, Dwid just approached him and said, hey, you're good at that studio bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, you want to be in my new band? This record. You believe him? 
I I do now. Yeah. I mean, I used to ride a bus to high school with a guy that swore he was best friend with Steve Vai. Right. Or, 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 like, or had. Super, or like, I, don't know, I know Eddie Van Halen. I know you don't. I've got Super Mario 9. Uh, so, <laughs> sure, I, w- I dismissed it. Uh, there's probably 11 dudes in Cleveland that are uh, somehow in tech. Yeah, right. The, what's what's the what's the bar that uh, the oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. fucking there pro- speaking tongues? Uh, no, no, what's whatever. the fucking place I've played? It's got a half pipe in it. Um, <laughs> Not Grog Shop. No. So no, we're, we're naming really old things. Uh, oh. So now that's class. Now that's class. Now that's class. There's a boom. Who's into at, at the bar at any given moment? There's four people saying that they wrote an integrity record. Got it. So uh, closure is actually meant to be uh, a solo record of, I would say... Dwight Hellion? Yes, uh, but it was called, I want to say, uh, um, uh, uh, Angela De- Della Morte, right? Which I think means Dead Angel of Death. Yeah, Angel of Death, whatever. And now, yeah, you're, you're giving me the look that any sane person gives to it when, they, when he talks about angels and demons and shit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Relax. oh, she's born. Yeah. So... Anyway, go back to your cube, please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into Dwid in a second, right? Oh boy. Um, but this record was meant to be a His solo record, right? And Victory says, "Nah, you know, what I mean, it's got to come out as an integrity record. You got to close this deal." So it comes out, and I don't know if anybody's ever listened to this. Really, I think maybe people have given it a once through. Yeah, it's it's Quake soundtrack music. It's literal like Nine Inch Nails, but like the. Like low effort or low talent version. Like, so you felt good about it. I kind of like. There's, know, there's one song saying. that sounds. Like, if you compare something to Quake, yeah. cheat code Patrick yeah, it likes actually, it. Yeah, it's his DL being like. There's your, your dog whistle to like your. There's one song on it, the Bloodlust. That's just him going Bloodlust, but like to the Quake soundtrack. <laughs> uh, and I, I have to confess. I liked it more than Project for Genesis. You know right. what I mean? So, I'm actually curious about it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to listen to it. Like, video game soundtracks are rad, so... So, so uh, that, <laughs> then, <laughs> Bob is completely right. Less than two years until To Die For. And at the same time, because, like Pat said, Victory's trying to close that deal up, they re-release, in contrast to Sin and Those Who Fear Tomorrow, as a CD called In Contrast to Tomorrow. I remember going to the record store. I was going to Generation... All the time at that time period, I'm like, this isn't, oh, this is this is the integrity stuff I love. It's on a CD. Great. But so they missed just, those for yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, they did. Every different format. Um, so now To Die For is 2003. Correct. Who's in the, isn't this like. It's two, it's different brothers. Final Plan did It's the, the Jockums, right? The, the Jockum brothers. Yeah. Um, are they Final Plan or are they My Luck? They were f- maybe both, actually. Definitely Final Plan, though. Definitely they final, plan. final Plan. And I, uh, were they in My Luck as well? Because um, another Cleveland guy from that. So at this time... Is it possible a, the Jockums were in Nine Shocks? That's, no, maybe the, later. But, yeah, because well, they're too young for that, I would imagine. Well, right? but so here's 99, the deal. I mean, there's a Nine Shocks record that came out in 99. Uh, Are they on it? Uh, acor- no. According to Discogs, Discogs which Weird. I just plugged in. What record is it? Uh, the self-titled, I guess, which might be a comp or might be a best of. It might be whatever or tracks. I mean, whatever. So there was a, a an age group of people from Cleveland who were in a similar age to me. Uh, shout out to Cliff Shoemaker who sang in My Luck. Uh, Ed Mishik, the Jockums, uh, might have been a little older, but there's a whole wave of these dudes, and they were fans of Integrity and were there for a young time. And I think I think To Die For is actually Blaze, Blaze, who uh, was the dude from that's Blaze from. In cold blood, uh, cold yeah. as life. Uh, but I know. But from what I understand, the Jockums had a big hand in writing that record. Uh, you know what? I, I could be wrong. But I know. I, that's, I, that was the thing at the time that everybody crew, talked about. Yeah, 
That's what Blaze is from. That's right. My bad. That's what Blaze yeah, is from. That's what you're um, thinking of. So, uh, whoever the fuck wrote To Die For was doing a current metallic hardcore record that leaned into integrity style stuff like classic era but was doing a modern version of it that a lot of people were like fuck this fuck this fuck this also but then a lot of people loved uh, people, and it got a whole generation whole of people generation, into it whole gener- I run I mean, into Dusty more Gladden fucks I, with it hard I, I run into more kids that love that record than actually they listen to that record more than they'll ever listen to the early stuff it's, no matter what they fucking say it's more energetic it's oh, that's got a for faster sure. yeah. pace um, I, I think wonder, it's asked for that reason but the kids like it for that reason I think if, because it's the about, le- is it the least dark integrity record? It's the most hardcore integrity record yeah. in my view. Yeah. It, it, and honestly, like it has, no, it's good. It's good. I'm not mad at it. Right. It has none of the elements that I like about integrity. None. What are the elements you like about integrity? I like when integrity is slow, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't call it grooving because it lurches. It's that's why you slow, love systems overload. I love and it. It lurches, slow, yeah. and his vocals lean into it. His vocals on this are perhaps like. They're the most energetic, and it's a little different because he doesn't, he can't drag his vocals. He doesn't That's croon. Another, he doesn't do that sudden like. And it, it well because he can't do but that so on fast. music yeah. that like that. True. Whereas the other material that, and it's why it keeps away from groove. His vocals don't bounce; they drag. And, and that's that's why I say they're a failed crust act, and why I really like some of that material a lot. Imagine him singing for a real crust band. Oh, it'd be sick as fuck. It'd be really good. Sick as actually. Fuck. His voice so, is so hard. Yeah. So. Uh, to Die For it turns on a lot of kids, uh, and then it's kind of weird because there's a, a Spook City Records uh, release that is, I want to say, like a collection. It's I don't think it, I don't think it's any new material. What's it called? Uh, Palm Sunday, and yeah. and that's then, a live record. Oh, live record. Yes, okay, that is. makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Sounds like the, hot garb. Okay. And it's from the legendary era. There was a yeah. Palm Sunday show there in Cleveland, but it sounds like so you recorded it like. That makes sense. It's for collectors only, and that, yeah. that's what this band became. Is like collectors, like Darling. Where lots of releases, lots yeah. of weird shit. Right? Hey, it's mixed again. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. another version. Oh, they. I mean, that's uh, they milk that shit. Yeah. Uh, Those who fear tomorrow, twenty-four versions, according to. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, but then we get in, and I'm going to make this part uh, abridged. Then we get into the blackest curse, suicide, black snake, and howling for the nightmare shall consume. Uh, uh-huh. I want to point out that between to die for and the blackest curse. Uh, there was uh, like nine years, or we'll, we'll say uh, seven years. There, there was between this. two die four and Blackest Curse. So two down three. There's a lot of yeah. weird little splits and singles and stuff yep. in that period. But no idea where, like, what era they were actually recorded. That no. could have been on somebody's hard drive. Correct, and it just feels all over the place to mm. me, and it felt lost. And from what I understand, Blackest Curse took a long time to get going. Even just at the time, looking at it, it was sort of like, oh, Integrity's working on this new record for years yeah now uh to just sum up those records uh this is going to sound dismissive because they actually do sound different from each other uh but i'm going to say that at this point and integrity insider confirms this take each one of these is a different writing team's idea of what they liked best about integrity (laughs) so you have kids essentially that are raised on integrity that this is and this is what makes integrity interesting is at this point, it is integrity fans doing integrity fan fiction. And if that sounds dismissive, it's not because that's actually one of the most interesting bands that we currently have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not because I like any of this material later, but because it is somebody saying, 
hey, I'm integrity now, I guess. And what that means is I get to I get to I get to pick what I, I get like. to make it. Here's what my interpretation. Yes. Here's yes. my best. I would yeah. love to hear it in older hardcore bands have someone do that. Yes. Like, dude, I grew up on fucking Chromags. Yes. That, right. Like getting mm-hmm. I mean, I know there was like rumors of like a Chromags record being written by someone else. Yep. For them, that yep. was like a huge fan. Dude, I, th- I the dude th- from Overcast wrote a fucking hard, wrote well, a Chromex record that they didn't take and, that ended up becoming something else. And I mean, there's the stories about that one AF record that people were like, "Oh, the dude from Hatebreed wrote." Those. Oh, another voice. Yeah, yeah, he had some input in that. So had some input to me. Um, I, it, that's that's interesting. And I, I mean, here let me make a comparison that connects in our world. It's like a new creative team on a comic book. Correct. Correct. I I, I think there's a lot to be said for it, and. Uh, if I can wrap up integrity, unless anybody has any questions, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do. So, but wrap yeah. up. Um, the question that I had for Integ, Integ Insider uh, was: Okay, help me understand Dwid, the only constant member of this band. Yeah, help me understand him because he comes off partly like a huckster. You know what I mean, like total con artist, and part and yeah. part, <laughs> no, I think he's yeah, and part, I can see that, and partly and partly like. An actual bona fide weirdo. So that yeah. leaves three options in my view: either he's full of shit, uh, he's a weirdo, or he's a full of shit person who has been behaving like a weirdo for so long that he's kind of bought it until you think <laughs> yes. that it's become himself. That and he is the weirdo now. Yeah, like he did like an impersonation so yes. long that it's like now I talk like this. What are we except for our uh, repeated behaviors? Sure, and if right. and if oh, you are just trying. <laughs> And if you are just pretending to be, if he's deep undercover as a weirdo for fucking twenty five years, psycho psychoanalyze him right now. I, I, yeah, we are. That's what we're doing, I, right? I, I needed to know because this material. So at different stages, I'm gonna get heavy now. At okay. different stages, we've got a man that is so clearly going for it, a man yes. who, and then yeah. we've got stages where this is a man who so clearly is just trying to keep the lights on, and and right. he's and, putting out records with Donna Summer covers. That's what I'm saying. Or putting out hated of the world shirts with like. Random, like it's like here's fucking Charles Manson right. one. I forgot about here's that. Here's this. I mean, it yes. was so like theme. Yes. So yeah. Here's the deal. So I asked, explain this, please help me. And firstly, my, my how long has Deep Throat known this person? Uh, this is what we would call um, uh, a embedded. Embedded. Wow. <laughs> Christine, Christiana and Porsche. Like, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, so, uh, their words, because uh, I said. This is an acid. This is an acid guy, and they confirmed. Yes, this is an acid guy. He is an acid guy. Uh, not anymore. But he but was at a time. That does that damage to you. That'll never change. Yeah. Exactly. So here's the thing for any young people that that are getting into acid. Uh, <laughs> do kids get into? Do people do acid anymore? Yes. Okay. Certain really? t- certain type of people. Like shrooms or like straight up no, like LSD. Like, like LSD, but it's like a very specific type of person. Who's this person? Uh, like. Wanna be man? I don't know how to say this. Like, <laughs> oh, you gotta. You're learning our world. We have to figure out how to be sensitive. No, yeah. I mean it's not people that would be listening to the show. So like, I guess it doesn't matter. But what it's would be like, their favorite musical artist? I don't know. Some like weird like hipster something or another. It's just like it's like people who like think that they can like do acid and like type a bunch of things on a word document and oh, like artists. make yeah. yeah but like like it opens like, up their third eye yeah it's like it. those kinds of people well ho- yeah. hold on every time I slam on drugs having been a lifetime straight edge guy yeah. some, somebody <laughs> fucking jumps in and is like acid opened me up to the possibility of uh, riding the waves of consciousness okay <laughs> like, like like for example this is like majorly off topic but um 
uh, they had when I like was a freshman orientation, right? A bunch of art kids giving younger kids like advice. Do not um, take the brown acid. Yeah, no, but it was like it was like let's learn how to take acid so that we can open up your third eye and so that you don't die, kind of thing. Oh, I was saying that to be a dick, and they oh. actually used that. I thought that was, oh. I was trying to be funny. The third eye thing. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's like that's like, a thing. That's like a thing. Yeah, and that's like I'm the kind of people who are like that. doing. Acid, but it's definitely the kind of people who would like, I guess, have this like weird make this type of music for this long under mm. the same name. So, let me let, let, it, hmm. it, it, there's for every person that acid helps in some way, okay? <laughs> Timothy Leary. Well, so quick thing this is a dude who was straight edge mm-hmm. when, yeah, when, when this whole thing starts, but he was going for something at the time. And his style and his lyrics all leaned heavy, dark, real so, somebody crazy. Men- somebody mentioned that that very early material might actually be the earliest, uh, like, vivisection revenge music. Hmm. Because there's, there are some animal rights-y type themes in there. Oh, sure, yeah. And... But the severity of, like, I'm going to kill you motherfucker type stuff that we saw with, like, Green Rage and Earth mm-hmm. Crisis and yeah. even Vegan Reich. This is pre-Vegan Reich. The yeah, material that we're talking oh, about yeah, is pre-Vegan Reich. Absolutely. So, uh, and that's a dude... Uh, I mean, look, from the stories I'm aware of that I don't don't have no deep throat, but I know a lot of stories, <laughs> is that this dude lived in a weird life when he got to Cleveland. His family life was weird. Where's he from originally? I think Indianapolis. Oh, area. wow. Okay. But anyways... That'll, uh, that'll do it. Um, <laughs> but, and Dwight, we're talking, feel free to throw us an email. Um, clear up your story. But he... Uh, Come on. He lived in weird... You know, there's stories of like ears being stabbed to doors in their apartment. And this is when he's older. Because everyone's he, listening. It's weird, man. Yeah, right. And just, just a weird human. So, But I wonder if it's... At it's a straight no, edge time, you it's know? Cho- it's choice three and this motherfucker bought into it so much that he like kind of... I think that's the deal. But but here's the thing with acid, right? It is <laughs> for, here's the thing about LSD. I mean, I know on a lot of acid casualties in my life, and and the thing is, for every person that it helps in whatever way mm-hmm. they believe it to help them, there is another person who it really it unlocks a slightly sociopathic feel, like it projects a sociopathy sort of thing, and there is a uh, uh, I uh, what do you call it uh, alienated. Mm-hmm. It, like for every person that it opens up to something, it really seems to alienate and isolate. If you are predisposed to mental illness, this is the worst possible drug you could ever fuck yes. with. Right, because then and, you go into your own head and you're fucked. Right. Yeah. And so you look at like Death and Death and June guy, like mm-hmm. Douglas P. Right. Like you're like, God damn, this is a weird man. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, uh, yeah, I spent two summers doing nothing but acid. I don't even know where I was. Makes sense. Okay. Everything. Yeah. Everything. The about, makes sense. Now. Everything yeah, about everything your makes career sense. makes sense. Everything about Dwid makes sense. If you look at him as a, like the post straight edge period as being acid experimentation period. Like MK Ultra shit. Yeah. And yeah, this is the, <laughs> Dwid is the MK Ultra of hardcore <laughs> and not the band. Yes. Uh, so uh, I think that he, he was described to me, I said, is he a con artist? And they said 100% a con artist, but not the, in the Rick to Life junk, no. junk salesman no. sort of way. But Pardon me. Uh, described as a southern gentleman who is highly manipulative. And, and can, I do declare. I, this one's Misha. I do declare. I, I, I do declare. Mush, mushroom head. I see you have these additional Spill chops. out of your mouth like molasses. So, so, 
That's who he is. And if that is true, everything about this makes sense. Everything about his career right, his makes front, sense. His like, front-facing facade is yeah. all fake. And fake, but like apparently... Not in like an ulterior motive, but it's kind of like, this is cool. He's also like like an, like an a Manson guy and an yes. Aleister Crowley guy. And yeah. those are two dudes who also you can never tell what they honestly believed and what was a projection that they were trying to sell. Yeah. And right. That's what makes this man interesting, is that he is not fully the thing that we believe him to be. No. Whether that's fake or real. Right. And, yeah. And, but here is what's real. I said, what about the serial killer shit? They said, no, that's real. And I yeah, said, he likes that stuff. He, yeah, but I know a lot of people. It's like, I like it on Netflix. No, 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 no. The, the, a lot of, no, that's like a thing, though. People like serial killers. Yeah. It's like, that's not that. Yeah. No, I don't think it's that odd. I don't think it's that odd at all. Uh, guys. Guys. If he wasn't in a band, would he be like a dude? He collects stuff. It is weird. I'm getting. It's not like you and I might like. Oh, I Mind Hunter was very entertaining. (laughs) This is like, like I'm. You know, I'm one of Charles Manson's three allowed phone calls. Do you know? Like he's trying to buy like Richard Ramirez's like clothes or something. Correct. Correct. (laughs) This this is a different era of Edge Lord. This is. (laughs) So this dude is he's the uh, he's the Elvis impersonator who also has a house that looks like Elvis's house. This is this is uh, a Jace Land look. I, Dude, come on. Jason Good night. Yeah. See you later. I, I know that I know <laughs> that's our, our next podcast. A I know enough school. I know enough school shooters. Uh, like, do you know enough school shooters? <laughs> all, right, all right. Here's the deal. School shooting comes in and out of joke favor. I thought it was the funniest meme, but then there was like five school shootings. Yeah, in a row. the kids are dying. Yeah, it's right. not. It's not cool anymore. No. Here's the deal. Joke about but, it. But, but here's the deal. I'm on that old wave. So, so this dude is an unfulfilled school shooter as much as he is a con artist, and that that place that those two things meet is what makes integrity super interesting. And in the words of an integrity insider super fan, it is an embarrassing bullshit band that is also awesome. And that's all you need to know. Correct. That's all you that need to know. That should be on their next shirt. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I could probably name most of my favorite bands are yes. embarrassing bands. That's awesome. Yes. Yo, <laughs> it's a lot of hardcore so, bands. Right? I mean. Okay, but if Integrity like started today and had the themes that they did Couldn't. today, they Ooh. it would be... Couldn't. You think people would be like, this is corny as fuck? Yeah, it wouldn't be... Well, no. I don't think they could get away with it. I also Correct. think it'd be really corny. No, here's... You can. You need to buy the whole fucking bit. No personal Twitter. Mm. No yeah. personal optics. You have at to be like a wrestler. All. You have to like your. You your have to really. Be, I mean, think about bands. Are. There's bands who do it. That band Ghost. Right? I'm just gonna say that. Right. So that's but, the thing. Twitching tongues. Yo, here. Twitching tongues. You guys want to succeed? No personal twitters. No, Stop being funny. No. No podcast. No. 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 You come out and you're like fucking evil and da da da. And but that's not who they want to be. God bless them. They should do sure. what they want to do. But if the, it could work, but you have to bite in so hard, you almost would have to go and erase everything. I, it, that's you, one you, thing. You you couldn't be like a, a full person. You could Correct. only be an like an entity. I'm Correct. gonna say, um, and with with what with what Izzy just said, this is gonna sound like a knock. But the way that uh, uh, Wes has conducted himself once entering Cold Cave, uh. which is the uh, I'm I'm not a real person. I wear right. su- I wear sunglasses at all times, right. and I answer questions with uh, uh, with no and, palindromes. And, and he keeps his his all his forward his public facing stuff very 
he has an image. Yes. Yeah. yes. And I'm not saying that's like false or whatever, but he's no with him. I actually it. kind of buy it. It's con- it, yeah. it's concerted. It, it, one thing or the other. It's concerted. Right. And and he, right. You got to be a wrestler. You got to buy the gimmick. Right. But so I I don't think you have to erase. But you have to go. I agree with you. You have I to go whole cloth. You, you have, have to, to go whole face cloth. turn, heel turn. I think you need to go dark. If you're not going to erase, you need to go dark so that people aren't like, look at this motherfucker from six months ago with this shit. Tell right. yeah. Because because integrity. The legends help the myth. It's like, oh, these are these. By the way, the fact they're from Cleveland helps their shit too, because Cleveland sucks. Yo, there's it there's does pe- suck. the people from it. emails to us are like, yo, we're from Cleveland. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> so there's people that remember Cleveland him firing sucks. firing guns at shows. Correct. Now, yeah. did that ever happen? No, it did. So. it did. It did. Did it? Mm-hmm. Is that him going for the whole like gizm? Like uh, he was into like crazy like gauze shit before. But I mean, I think like... it's the whole image, everything about it. It's, yeah. And I mean, so I think that dude being straight edge was into weird stuff, weird stuff. Breaks edge that helps push his persona stuff harder. Far, and yeah. like, yo, yeah. dude, call, hit us up, dude. I know you listening. So check this out <laughs> Come and, on, and, and tell us about this because I think if you were if you can be in an honest place, I think it's cool. Like, dude, whatever. Like you're doing your thing. Everybody in this room is like, you know, it's kind of corny, but we like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the fucking thing. I mean, if he goes home and, like, yeah. just drinks a hot cocoa and, like, watches The View, like, I'm cool with that, too. Uh, well, no, that, like, like makes that... it better, almost, maybe. Yes. Like, this is, yes. like, the, guess what? The dude from Ghost doesn't walk around in fucking full makeup all the time. No, but here's here's the part that I think is lost on the, like, maybe the person that all of us were uh-huh. as young people. And Izzy, you can speak to this. Uh, if you're Izzy's just... probably less corny than us. It, yes. Yeah, you I don't know about all You that. always want the person to be 100% the thing when you're a kid. But as an adult, yo, it's just an element of his personality. It's not sustainable it's, either. It, yeah. Well, that's for sure. But yeah. it's just, it's a fraction. It's an element. It's a, it's a piece. It, it's not the whole. And it doesn't make it fake. And it doesn't make all. it performative. No, it's literally like... And, and with his stuff, it's it, we just said this, the public-facing stuff, his essentially his character, the role that Dwid is in this man's life... Has been that and he's got a for name. thirty a long years, fucking right. time for thirty years. I mean, he basically. literally has a different name for it, so yes. it's obviously a separate Good part point. of his fucking personality. Great, well, great point. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, no, exactly. He's not doing it work. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? I, if it maybe, is, it would be weird. maybe this is like kind of like anti the like ethos of like whatever people think like yeah. hardcore is supposed to be or whatever, yeah. but like music itself is like super performative so like there shouldn't be anything wrong with like someone taking that into like this whole like image thing sure. and, like i think that's cool and i think that if he was like this all the time like it'd <laughs> be, be it'd be no you wouldn't want to be friends with him it's kind of sad i mean like we were just talking about kanye west like you're yeah, watching right. that whole thing and it's like kind of sad to watch right. if someone's sad. like that all the time it's not it's not cool Right, no, but, it totally like, makes sense. but having it be a performative art, and also like, let's be real, there there's some decided turns as Patrick kind of went over in the career arc of Integrity, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, you know what? When you listen to that early era stuff and even newer stuff, I'm sure there's elements of it that you relate to in this like traditional hardcore. Yeah. Oh, I feel these feelings, you know. Systems overload. I feel so, I feel overloaded. <laughs> I really do. That song is the one that really. When I was listening to this, I was like, "Yo, you can play this at my funeral." Uh, yeah, it's how I, I it's, mean, it's how I feel. Did you feel systems overloaded? At, was this song seventy into your listen? Because yeah, that's we, how I was feeling. Just, <laughs> and you had PDS. So yeah, systems I was just, yeah, I was just, I was just <laughs> overloaded. Okay, so uh, question for you on this whole thing. We've established that Youth Crew Patrick probably not happening. Mm. Crust Patrick is a real thing. 
Secret real thing. It only sort of because what whenever- about serial killer Patrick? Oh, that's mm-hmm. a definite. I'm already there. You're already there. Okay. He loves his shows. <laughs> <laughs> I love my programs. Uh, Crust Patrick can't happen because, and this is its own episode in my view. Yes. Bands that <laughs> bands that start and end a genre. When I use when I say crust, I mean Amoebics because yep. that's the only band that I fuck with. The rest of it, I could take or leave. And so like, for, but I think Amoebics is a top. Five band. Yeah. I think that is a brilliant. All right, so band. so to the people who know this stuff real real well, send send some recommendations because I think you guys might have some stuff that'll get Patrick um, that you'll like a lot. I mean, I might like I might I know, like it. I like know. like I've been listening to that uh, Deviated Instinct. Yeah, uh, I sure. actually like the Hellbastard record. The uh, maybe natural. Oh yeah, yeah, Hellbastard's good. Uh, but but to me, that stuff is all under the umbrella and not in the vein. It's, I get you. It, you know what I mean? It's it falls under. And I get why. Yeah, and you're like, band. oh, cool. Not maybe not listening again. Not not yeah. putting it in your canon. Okay, so but you also uh, said you checked out pressure release, kind of like that. That's in this darker level. What do you think of the early integrity material? To me, mm-hmm. frustrated youth crew. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> but do you? Do you vibe on it? Well, that, I think they'd admit that. I think yeah, yeah fans judge with fucking Metallica a little souls. darker and yeah. some dude who can't like. Talk, yeah, yeah. sing, yeah. talk. So, um, what do you think? Do you do you vibe on it at all, or like, nah? Nah. Uh, t- to me, uh, starts uh, with those who fear. But uh, honestly, systems is the record. That's no matter what anybody yeah. says, systems I mean, I think is the that's record. That's pretty. Yeah. See, I thought I thought that everybody claimed to like humanity better. Just because it's shorter. Oh, yo, also. And it's more, mem- you know what I mean? It's, and and it, the cover was bigger, and it was yeah. available easy. Systems too, but the, f- those wasn't on Victory. No. And people forget that, and that's this classic, and it's been reissued eight different ways. 24. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't easy to get, whereas Humanity, every CD store carried it. Systems yeah. too, but... Yeah. Systems is less interesting. Humanity's way bigger. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, it's, and it's that co- that record especially is just like a perfect juxtaposition of it's like crazy, weird, fucking stuff on the cover. The you turn it over, the arch- and it's, oh, a, bu- it's a youth crew band. Yes, pretty much jumping. jumping outside, yes, you know what I mean. At Warped Tour yes. in, in fucking basketball page. jerseys. Yep. Yes. It's perfect. like it's literally them encapsulated on two sides of yes. the record. So, so would you recommend someone taking LSD, playing a lot of Quake, and doing this listen to one hundred percent? Okay, that's what I took from this. I think that that is the move. It's a Quake. That's LSD how you should kind of. listen to. Yeah. Okay. Open your third eye. Yeah. Open your third eye. Play some Quake. Get somebody to install Quake. Open your third eye. Crack open a Yerba and throw on Quake. Go to Steam and download Quake. Here's what I got out of this. We have we have listeners that are uh, all over the place age-wise, and we've got a couple that have children who are teens or... Sure. or and I just wonder how they took in Izzy's statement. So the older kids at orientation were telling us how to take acid. And like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so, so, what school so, do you go to? The new school. Oh, yeah. the new school. Okay. Oh, that's I'm going to yeah. get like expelled or something after no, I like shit on them. No, you're good. You get extra no, yeah. Probably. Yeah. You I threatened to beat someone up once at Did school. You? Yeah. That'll get well, you in trouble. At the please new tell us about that. Uh, this is our integrity segue. Is yeah. Izzy beating people up? Oh, I didn't. I've never gotten to in a fight, but I've threatened. Like a bunch of, I don't know. So, um, basically, 
Uh, there was like this dude in in one of my classes. It was an international law class, um, and he was just like super racist. He actually went on Fox News and like argued with one of the hosts. He was too racist for Fox yeah. News. Yeah, like he was. <laughs> they were like, yeah. calm down. Yeah, even even You're Fox even bad. Fox News was like, I don't think that those opinions make any sense. And, oh my god! And we had shout, like shout out to this weirdo. Yeah, really, Jesus. We we had like a. Uh, what? Did we go to new school? <laughs> it was actually him. It's crazy. It was like <laughs> this old uh, dude. Um, I- Izzy, I want you to finish. I'm, I have to interrupt for this part. Go for uh, it. For people that forget, there was a period around Black Snake Moan or whatever the fucking, the, whatever the fucking record was. <laughs> where w- Late 2000s. W- what, no, the, whatever integrity record that was. Black. Yeah. Uh, Blackest Black. Curse? No, not no, Black. Black Snake. Something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever, whatever. Yeah. Next. Uh, suicide Black Snake. Yeah. Uh, that. Dwid and people do not remember this was selling cigar box uh, guitars under a name that within historical context makes sense but was the edgiest Uh thing that he ever Uh did. It was something like well it was not the thing I think you could if you Google Dwid you don't want that thing you can historical context notwithstanding it wasn't the right choice of words. Okay go on back to the story. So this dude you have a thoughts of him. Yeah, so uh, I don't think he he was just like annoying, right? Like <laughs> as we um, can be. But we had he. What, this racist? stems from Facebook actually oh. as well too, which is funny. Best, so we had we had like a, a Facebook page for like the like the class. Okay. And he posted his like Fox News link and a bunch of this had to do with Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a bunch of Venezuelan students from my school were like, "Hey, this is like messed up." And he was like, essentially super racist to him. Wow. And it started this like fight, and he started calling girls bitches and things like that. And I was just like, I know where you live, so yes. <laughs> that's when the hardcore and, comes out. Yeah, and so and now if I see him, he like turns away really quickly like and that. like is like terrified of me. Um, yeah, but I was like. You can say something else if you want, but like I have class with you and I know where you live and like hard stop. <laughs> yeah, you really are from Philly. <laughs> I'm not Delaware. actually Delaware. from Delaware. Philly. Yeah. Delaware, Delaware. Yeah. It's tough down there. It's only just corporations and yeah. I'm stuff. from Wilmington. Is that hard? Wilmington. Yeah, there's some. Isn't that there's some alleys? Is that the corporate dystopia? Is that yes, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. that's like where all corporations are formed. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm actually. I was born in Detroit, so mm. I well, like to like rep that. Yeah, you're basically in cold as life. <laughs> yeah, you were born on Eight Mile. Essentially, yeah, I was born on Eight Mile. Actually, oh, yeah, right. it was Jesus. like the nice part You've been of it. Though, line, Dude, real I, yeah. really. No, but it was like the nice part. But I like to tell like random people that like, oh, I'm like from like definitely yeah, tell the kid like, that you're gonna beat up that you're from. That's yeah. So basically, yeah, a bunch of um, I like got knowledge that they that like the administration was like calling people in, right? Uh, so I like deleted all my information really quick so I didn't get in trouble, yes. but a lot of people got like suspended right, so and shit. We're going after him. Yeah, but I was the only one who threatened to beat him up. I'm gonna say <laughs> New School, uh if you got a problem with Izzy, just come talk to us. Uh, we're yeah. giving her a full pass on There's a professor, a lawyer. <laughs> also racist an artist. An artiste. I, I, I'm not gonna pretend I make the rules for racists, but being a snitch to the fucking administration is never that's never a hard look. Oh yeah, you well he, I mean? he threatened to sue people. Yeah, oh see that's oh, not God. a hard look. No. People. Wrong kind of racist, I'll tell you, yeah. man. Yeah, you are yeah, boneless. Like, yeah. All right, guys. What do we got? All a right, so, so I feel good. Did we talk enough about integrity? Oh my Jesus. god. Jesus, that was like that an was hour. 
Um, I know a lot more about integrity than I did at the beginning. Well, there you go. That was our hope. I know a dude who could tell you literally everything. I I, that was that was. I don't know if I care to know everything, but but I mean. Sure. I guess I Can we know. have this person on with Our, like a fucked up voice? Yes. Oh yeah, we're gonna do a voice changer. <laughs> yes. Let's do that. Yes. What I want to solve. Oh, oh my god. And when I said that this person is embedded, I then immediately was like, "Wow, I think Dwight only has one guy next to him right now, and he's gonna think this is Dom. It's not Dom. It's not Dom. It's, it's not, not Dom. Dom. It's not I feel Dom. like this predates Dom. Yeah, it does. some of that it information. Does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is gonna lead into a future project. I think we could do integrity. Okay. Um, I'm talking. Uh, we're gonna dive into our mailbag. It's extensive, yes. lots of emails, lots of different content, and like let's emails, get... <laughs> emails. All right. Emails. Hey guys, no masculinity here. How important do you feel a band name Even is in order? What's up? No, I'm just okay. I'm producer producer stuff. Okay. <laughs> How important do you feel a band name is in order to catch on and be popular? For example, I've never listened to Weekend Nachos solely on the name because I kind I kind of think it's dumb, even though I've heard they're great. Also, bad all, also, all I've been listening to is the Ramal song. It's actually incredible. So you can see how old she is. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like two months old. That's I've been saying. We got to do a mailbag. Yeah. Um, I mean, he might is, still be listening to it. Maybe. Yeah. How important do you feel a band name is in order to catch on? Is it? Um. Important. I think. Well. If it's either, if it can be like really bad, and I'll like listen to it because like it's a terrible ba- band name. Like when, if you saw Weekend Nachos, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Is Immediately this listen check to it, it right? Because like, who can who be a band? Like who can be a band and have that name and play shows and have people like them? Right. So you'd probably check it out just because the name is so stupid that you right. check it. Right. And then, I, okay, I don't think that there's like a band that I won't like purposely won't listen to because I think their band name is stupid, but I'll definitely forget about them if their band name is like mm, just kind of mediocre. Yeah. Now, do you think are there any na- bands that like you check out the name and you automatically go, "This is this," and then you would never like yeah. Pat's beef with Day by Day because Day by Day doesn't sound like you is think? not like equal to the band that they actually are. Yeah, do you no, think I, there's certain bands that you're like, this is probably like fucking stuff that I would never like, so I'm never going to give it a shot. And then you listen to it, you're like, I'm an idiot. I would love this. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but for sure. I'm really bad at listening to new music, so like I have to get like people, people will like recommend me things and I like won't listen to yeah, it. And then eventually someone will play something for me and I'll be like, what is this? And they'll be like, oh, it's like da da da. And I'm like, I didn't listen to it because like their band name, this like it, yeah. right. or it, it sounded, assumed. or like, oh, it sounded like it'd be like beat down and I'm not going to listen to that. Or Perfect. like, yeah. and it wasn't. I think it's the most important thing. <laughs> I think it is the yeah. most important thing to getting somebody to listen to you. What were your band names? Oh, I'm not good at this. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but I think self-defense family, as much as I was so hesitant to go along with it, because mm-hmm. it was like end of year, then it was like end of year, self de- right? Mm-hmm. Then it was yeah. end of year, self-defense family. Correct. Then you Soft kind of- transition, yeah. It was, it was smart. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it makes so much sense because like, if I think of like self-defense family, you're like the Manson nucleus. <laughs> and the, the, the people around you kind of, you know- Kind of switch around, but you're like the guy in the middle. So like, it's a self defense family. So you're sort of saying that like the end of your self defense family was as he was gradually kicking people out of the band on the sly. <laughs> no, and replacing it's, it's, them? it's more like that's my transition into being full dwid. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, here's what I'll say. Um, self defense family to me is completely evocative and perfect. However, I recognize for a lot of people that's like a miss as a name. You know what I mean? 
you've grown into it. I think the same way as the first time I heard the band named Gorilla Biscuits, I'm like, the fuck? Stupid name. But now it's, right. you know, and you, you, you... It becomes so them. routine. I think Earth Crisis is a stupid name. You know what I mean? But then... Oh, I think it's a good name. Oh, really? Actually, See, I, th- yeah. I think it's a stupid name. And then... You the look, first time I hear it, it's stupid. Now, but, and it's but, but that's the thing; it fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard because I mean, you have like bias now. Because yes. like it's so kind of right in it, your own head. It's Earth t- Crisis. Yeah. like you can't. We've had names that I mean, most precious blood worked against us. Yeah, a great can name though. Can a I great actually, name. I think where did that name. come from? Indecision had a record called Most Precious that's Blood. Right, that's right. Where and did a song. that come from? Was it, it, it was about? named after a uh, Catholic church. It's a Catholic church that I used to play in basketball as a kid all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were in like the fucking toughest part of Brooklyn and they beat the shit out of us all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like the name and it was just sort of like, it was again, it was evocative and it was kind of like, fuck no, it, we're just going to awesome. like use this. It's awesome. But people would come up thinking we were Christian, find out we weren't and be like, we're good and just walk away. Oh, mm. see, that's fucking Or nice. certain, so the big radio station in New York, New Jersey college is WSOU, mm-hmm. which is part of a Catholic university. Seton Hall. Right. So. Almost attended. They, at the time, Lamb of God was big and mm-hmm. we were getting played on it a lot. Lamb of God would literally be called Lamb of G because they wouldn't say it. Yes. Whoa. When they'd play Nothing in Vain songs, they'd be like, here's a new song from the band formerly known as Indecision. And they would not name our name. Really? Yes. yes. Mm. And that oh, sort wow. of, you know, I can't tell you how many like, like Zayo Prince. kids came up to us and were like, are you guys um, believers or whatever? And we're like, no. See, and they'd walk away and be like wow. disgusted. What's they, interesting to that, to, for me, is that Most Precious Blood is a distinctly Catholic selection of words yeah that, that is a catholic church mm-hmm. right like it is a frequent catholic church yes. in the country and i mean it's the blood of jesus I mean. but but evangelicals don't use that language so like to me that would be like to a zeo kid i'd be like if if we use the name and we were catholics you wouldn't even be down with this band you know what i'm saying but like, and if we were really catholics would we be using that fucking name it's disrespectful <laughs> really i mean and gotten i mean but and it was also a band called g forbid because they wouldn't say god forbid i just remember wow. it's just like how many catholic bands do you run into where well, did, maybe i'll start one because that's funny where did self-defense family come from uh it is a texas prison gang and i had expected for years to get stabbed that somebody was going to slash my fucking face yeah but i like the name that much uh, you take one for the team. I would. Uh, Has I would. it ever come up? It's never come up because they're, they're, uh, everybody's dead now. Uh, and Or in prison, so they probably don't have access to <laughs> yeah, that's Twitter. True. I mean, there's yeah. people waiting, count that's the true. days, lines yeah, on the wall. That's true. Just pictures of Patrick everywhere with that uh, shirt on. But I'm going to get this motherfucker. He's got I, the prison tattoos. When I heard it, I was just like, oh yeah, that, that, that 100%. That's a good name. Yeah, you know, 100%. Um, but Drug Church is, a, let me explain. Drug Church is selected because it is the worst local sounding name that I had on a list of local sounding band names. Yes. And it has been the best thing for our career because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it makes people giggle. And it makes people go, ooh, let me check it out. And like it, it is you're like, what the fuck could this be? Yo, and it works well. It looks the character I mean for logos and mm-hmm. stuff, it looks Four good. And, yeah. Drug church. It's yep. two syllables. Drug church. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's I th- and it taught me that the shit matters a fucking ton. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. If you were just like some random word for that band, it probably wouldn't be as popular. Oh, work on God. work on your band name. Think about it. Think what it means. Uh, you can fi- you can fight through it, but you're gonna have sure to can. fight. It's uphill. You're gonna have to fight if right. you have an if you have a fucking pithy, funny, but not not purely not goofy name. Yeah. 
yo, you're going to kill it. People are going to yeah. check you out. We Think we, of all these twee bands and all this stuff. Like, we talk about fucking South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. You need a fucking a, a two o'clock show at Emo's and a dumb name. Correct. And you're the next band. I mean, dated reference, but shit like Clap Your Hands Say Yeah exists mm-hmm. because <laughs> of their fucking name. Dude, I checked oh, out The Pains of Being Pure at Heart yeah, because of the exactly, name. Exactly. I do like those records. But anyway. But I mean, I think, what do you think about the, the kind of problem that people have with band names getting reused i have a problem i yeah. I, I, I do i think that everybody has access to google now just yeah give it a go <laughs> you know, yeah. you know? right do you think I there's agree. like a kind of like a, a statute of limitations well look at something like terror right there's already sheer terror it was a band you know what i mean but like sheer there were, well no no, no but, but that's, there were, but that's there an were, homage there yeah. were other bands called terror sure but there's but where did they there. where did they get how big did that get? How much did it get out? You know what I not mean? Not as big as terror. Uh, no, right. no, I mean, nowhere but I mean, And even in terms of hardcore, I mean, there's a death before dishonor, and then there was a death before dishonor that was before right. judge. Right. Like, there's no way right. those dudes didn't, were at least kind of maybe familiar with that other band. You right. know what I mean? I don't know. I, I mean, it, there's 150 downfalls, there's 150 standards. Uprise, downfall, yeah. All, you know, that and all that and, and like, but a lot of those... Uh, exist because somebody made a band at 17 yeah. and they just grew along with the name yeah. and are frustrated. The kids are frustrated that they got that name at 23, but it, it's, uh, it happens. Uh, I, but I am, I do think you, you got Google. Give it a go. So if you started an end of, like a band called End of a Year, would you be mad? No, they can have it. <laughs> Take Starting it, a new band called End of a Year. There you go. I've it, been given permission. I urge everybody to give yourself that headache of people be saying, "I love End of the Year," and you're like, that, 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 "Yeah, nah. it's a terrible name. Terrible name for that confusion alone." I've been in bands with really bad names. What else you got? Um, scripted Youth is pretty great. Yeah, it is. I, I like Scripted Works. Youth. Um, if I brought up a, the other band, it would be like a whole episode. Oh. So there's like a beef. whole yeah. We're gonna not, talk about that later. Be, yes, beef scandal. Scandals, Scandal. yes, Damn. oh yeah, right. not involving me, but a lot of things I had to like put out. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Uh, next, thank you for the question, Brendan. Um, our friend Steve from New Jersey. Steve's the best. STB Records. All right, thank you for the kind words, Steve. Getting right into the question: Do you guys feel that you will ever be emotionally connected to a hardcore band ever again? I find 99% of the time when older people give an opinion on new bands, they unfairly hold new bands to a standard of expectations they will never meet meet up to because of the old emotional connection. I find I hear a ton of new bands that sound great and are cool live, but I just am not emotionally connected to it because of whatever reasons, and I have to check myself. I hate jaded old dudes with a passion. Um, there That's we good. go. Thanks, Steve. That's a good question. Yeah. So, uh, First, why don't we start? Tom, go ahead, hit this one. I mean, I think, I think, I, I mean, I still be do. emotionally connected. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think um, I had a thought about that. I mean, I think you still can be, maybe not as much. And I think, I think that you know, the '90s and forward, like all those that crowd, I feel like they don't have like this like line in the sand. Like it was never the same after that. Like if you watch like you know videos of like. If you weren't at A7, you were yeah. not at a hardcore show yeah. ever in your life. Like, I feel like... And you think people from the 90s don't do that? Not as much. I think, like, you, they feel like, ah, oh, you missed that, like, Earth Crisis at their height or whatever. But I feel like it's not like, well, if you didn't go to, you know... It's not hardcore is over. Right. It's not right. hardcore is over. Sure. But I think the thing that's missing is that 
the way you're feeling about this band, the way I was feeling about Earth Crisis is the same way some kid felt about American Nightmare. Yeah. Is the same way some kid felt about Have Heart. Is the same way some kid felt about Tra- Trapped in Rice. It's the same way some kid today feels about Code Orange or Turnstile or Power Trap. Right. And I think if you I, watch those older dudes, they're kind of like, if you didn't see the fucking Bad Brains in 85, right. you didn't, you're done. Yeah. Right. But it's like, and, my, meanwhile, go die. You know what I mean? I feel like. Maybe I'm speaking on a turn. I don't know. But I definitely like, you know, like the Blacklists, the Half Hearts, the, the fucking Fiddleheads, the all these different bands that like I still, you know, I still connect to them as much as I connected to a fucking, you know, a song from 1995. Honestly. I mean, so the songs. Songs. Yeah. Are there bands that resonate like that? Just the whole thing. You know what I mean? Um, We're getting pretty esoteric. No, I mean, TUI fucking yeah. Half Heart. Awesome. TUI would be Foundation. great. Foundation? Foundation, Code T- Orange, Incendiary. Like, there's a lot of stuff, I think. TUI would be a great example because for for the, for the men in the room at the moment, that would be a later period band for all of us, right? Yeah. Like, that would, oh, yeah. That would be a band that would be after those years that we have formative things that we are just yeah. in love with. And TUI does kick that feeling up for me. Yeah, uh, I mean, I certainly. love the band and I think they're fucking fantastic. <laughs> are there lyrics on there that I'm like, hits me right here? No. Oh, see, th- to me, they don't. The TUI package, I think, this is going to get weird now, is the best package that we've seen in a long, long time. Like, that is. Oh, and this is not taken away from any of his lyrics, no. right? but there's nothing in that necessarily. That but you're saying me. the whole thing. Uh, so, part of, what, uh, part of what gets us in, like we talked about with Humanity is the Devil. Humanity is the Devil made such an impression on people, partly because it's what they wanted to hear and uh, the right evolution for that band in, mm-hmm. in some people's mind, and partly because everything about it was fucking cool. Correct. Right. And the art was fucking cool. It the just aesthetic, it everything. grabbed you. And we talk about aesthetics on this, and some people don't like that. I have to break it to some of y'all that aesthetic are part of your fucking job as an artist. I'm yep. sorry. So, with that in mind, uh, I think that certain bands nail it, other bands don't. TUI might be the last great, like, the nail one it. for you. The, it might, I mean, I think, per- I would argue maybe, period. Because you could argue Code Orange has a full aesthetic right now. The turnstile. Turnstile Turnstile does actually have a full aesthetic. Yeah, like That's Fury, true. great That's band. True. Doesn't really have an aesthetic. Not yet. They're not working yet. on it. They're not big enough to really get That's to right. it yet. Yeah. They're working but, on it. But TUI came out the gate with a statement visual. The demo is a statement visual. They were selling hundreds of those shirts of the head with the things. Yep. So, yeah. And, and uh, so to me, that's a late entry into my personal canon, yeah. so to speak. But I can listen to that and be like... Man, I wish I could just make it out of these Baltimore slums. You know, <laughs> you know if I don't make it home tonight, the, the streets will oh, swallow me that's whole. That's a good song. Um, Dude, that's, they have so many fucking bangers. All right, so for me, and then we, we'll get the young person in the room's opinion. Will right, I ever... Huh? <laughs> it was an old joke. When uh, Will I ever connect to a band emotionally? Nope, I won't. Okay. Because I felt such like personal connections in a really different way i didn't need to know anybody i still i think it's better not to really know have it be faceless and have it be your personal interpretation of things um there's still songs that hit there's still records that hit there's still bands i really like but there was some point where i stopped looking at bands in this way that I was like, this is what I connect with. I, I really resonate. Now I still, there'll be records. I just, I'm like, wow, I'm amazed by it. Um, and uh, there hasn't been one in a minute 
but it's I'm still open to the opportunity. And I think there's been ones recently. That TUI demo, when that came out, that was well past my point of being like, this is great. Like, oh, I'm going to go crazy. I really, but yo, that demo hits tracks and I love it. Um, it slaps, as the kids say. Correct. So, Izzy, this is a yeah. question designed for old people, but yeah. how do you feel? Are there, do you feel like you connect emotionally to bands? Um, yes, but so my all time favorite band, like one of the most important and like emotional bands for me is All Us Failed, which isn't a band that plays or many people care about. Sure. So, like, um, so. So for me, I also started listening to hardcore when I was like really young in yes. comparison to other people my age. Yes. Um, yeah. So like bands that were like before some people my age's time were like important to me because mm. they were like the first bands that I found. Absolutely. And, and so it's hard because I feel emotionally connected to bands, but not. I don't know about bands that are like up and coming right now that I really, really love. Yeah. You're already sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jaded. No, I mean, it's, I mean, yo, if I, t- like, if I could talk about how much I felt 10 yard fight songs. Sure. That's fucked up. And I listen to it now and I'm like, <laughs> wow. Like, I had many times being in my room alone and be like, this shit. And then other stuff that actually had more meat on the bone and no diss ten yard fight. Yeah. But you guys were singing about you not did doing what you did. not doing drugs and playing football. And like, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. There's Relatable. a spot for that. Yeah. But um but yeah, no, I mean it's just as you go, I think I personalize it just differently as a grown up and uh, than I did when I was fifteen to nineteen, you know. In the obviously written by Dwid Wikipedia uh, of integrity. <laughs> he, he said uh Parts of it Latin or something. No, there's just too many quotes of his. Where one of the quotes is, "I don't listen to much new music. When I want to hear a new record, I just write one." Uh, Now, false because you're not writing them. But secondly, but secondly, uh, I do relate to that though because, uh, like, my new record, uh, like, you know, I wanted a record that would uh, impact me. So, like, I was like, "Will I sent it to my girlfriend? She cried. I was like." It nailed wow. it. It nailed it. There are new love songs so, on it? Sort of. Okay. Sort of. Um, but the point is, is that like I wanted something that would hit like that for me. And so I had to go out and get Create one. It, yeah. But uh, I'm going to say I feel your statement. I agree in the larger idea yes. of it. Uh, but I'm going to say that I fall right down the middle between you and Tom. Tom being the uh, I'm open as fuck. Uh, yeah. there, there's going to be something. And, and you saying... Look, I'm open, but let let me be real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm open say- and looking. You know what I mean? Like throw me on the the emotional connection to a band Tinder. Well, see, <laughs> this is a whole different conversation. Of what's interesting is that we've been around so long that like uh, you have to also now be good, and that and that wasn't the case when we were kids. You didn't have to be. Kids don't care if something's good. Kids just have to connect. Whatever and it may be. Let's talk Whatever about... Like, let's, go ahead. Oh, I think accessibility to new bands yes. is also a big thing. I think, like, yeah. I can, like, go on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever and, like, find, like, eight new bands, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, maybe that makes things less... Um, like Special. Per, like, yeah, yeah like less special. Yeah, then, then having to, like, go out of your way and find something or having an older person show you a record. And, and how did you get into All Else Failed? 
uh, an older person from Delaware showed me that band, right. I and, mean, were, and I didn't listen to right. them until I saw them the first time, and I cried. Wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, right? I almost cried when I saw. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's you know, but like you know, it may not be a new band, but it's a new band to you. So right. It still counts. Right. No, but you know what I mean? it was like a it was like a thing that I like stumbled upon and had to find. Sure. Mm, so that's I mean that's an interesting thing. I think the amount of time you spend with certain things. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I have a weird emotional resonance with the fucking Wide Awake 7-inch. Why? Because I heard it before I heard Judge. I got the bootleg, Lost and Found bootleg, in my first 15 records. And so I listen to it over and over and over. So when shit comes down, no one's around. You know, just you and him. Like That means something to me. I'm like goosebumpy. But it doesn't really. But but so the thing I was going to say is you, you mentioned something. Crime Watch is a good point. We're, we we kind of like people thought we were harsh on it whatever to some kid if that's what they vibe on they saw the live show they that feel it doesn't oh my remotely God. matter if it's good yeah, yeah it doesn't matter and it can be important as fuck yeah and that's yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I'm sure I could name three bands that were important to me at my childhood that people were like that are dumb oh, really? so yeah. many yeah dumb you know what I mean yeah. that they're like oh and there's you lo- to it now you're like yeah Oh, and I mean, I bet there's some for you, probably less so than Patrick and I, because you grew up in a, a place where real music happened. Um, that's but it, like, that's like local bands, there's local bands who I tell among my friends, I'm like, oh yeah, SOV, they're as important <laughs> long term to my life as the Chromax. And it's like, who's SOV? Oh, they had some seven inch, and they were from the other side of town, <laughs> and they played like you know, they they maybe right. didn't play twenty out of songs state. total, yeah, yeah. Or you know, 20, twenty shows total. 20 shows but total. you know, like like that's not the stuff I espouse on here. But it's it's like oh, a personal resonance with that. The diversity demos, those are cool, but like that's not canonical or even. Let me throw this on people's radar. Shit, right. you know what I mean? So. Yeah, important. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, next but, one. No. Oh yeah, next one. Old people <laughs> listen to new music. It's important. Uh, and young people listen to old music. Yeah, you might. Yeah, be that's super important. Talk on this. There you go. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you have bands that sound like they wish they were expire, and like expire is cool and all, but like that's kind of. Like, why would I listen to them and not just expire? Because, like, I mean, you, you hear me make that complaint on this podcast far too often. It's like a, it's a bad habit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I could just go to the source, and I don't want to be that dude. You know what I mean? I, uh, I, I'm. I think the thing that makes the podcast podcast work is that I mean, that it would decidedly not work if there if one of us was like. No, I refuse to listen to new music. <laughs> yeah, like, new music episode. All right, guys, have Sorry. fun. Bring me back in like five years, and I won't listen to any new music, and we well, can see what happens. I think you'd be surprised. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> right, because I mean, would we think that it's like you know this has definitely helped? I mean, I could speak for my own personal. Yeah. I definitely listen to more stuff from it, like just from being involved in this and like getting homework to do or whatever. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of like right. there's stuff that I would have listened to anyway. Yes. But it's definitely we get hip to stuff. It's like people sending us links to their band camp mm-hmm. and all sort of stuff. That it's like, oh shit, I definitely wouldn't have, you know. Then we have younger people that are like, I checked that inside out for the first time. Like, oh, what the fuck was I doing without them in my life? Right. And that's cool too. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? It's a mixture of everything, you know. So I, I've always fallen down holes. So like, I'll find myself listening to like Detroit dance music, not because that's like a place that I would normally go, but because I read a Wikipedia that took me to another Wikipedia, and now suddenly I'm on Soul Seek at three in the morning, being, yes. like, being like, oh, I need, you know, uh, Soul Seek still exists. Oh yeah. Shut up! I'm the, <laughs> I'm, the fucking, I'm the fucking king of it. Oh my god! Can you Soul Seek? He outlasted everyone on look, Soul Seek. Look, look for me, LimeWire. Saddam five one eight. Look. For me. <laughs> Where can I download? Yo, that's, that's, we'll talk offline. This is all real. Um, 
Yo, the I, feds I, I got are ex- definitely showing up now. Yeah, well, I got exposed to Migos because I actually gave it. And I'm like, oh, this is actually cool. I like it. You it's know? yeah, it is. It's, it's fun. something. It's fine. It's something. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're they're Apparently terrible for children. Killing it. I believe um, that. No, but I think that if you're like my age, you have the energy to like go on Google and like click through Wikipedia pages yeah. and like maybe to an extent if you don't have an interest in doing that, that kind of shows like a disinterest in like learning about hardcore. But I'm also like super into like following like Right. Do you think most lines. people aren't at this point? Like do you think it's like the the kind of history of certain things or like it's like immaterial to you to like um, a certain age grade age group? Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I mean it's also just like kids just getting into hardcore and that's like totally fine sure i don't want to like shit on that no 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 but i mean do you think there's kids that are 24 that are like i don't give a fuck about you know girl biscuits oh yeah absolutely absolutely and they just it's become it's i see it as like i see kids do it in a defiant way we see this on our on our twitter sometimes that like people and look both ways. We we just got sent an interesting article about uh, the golden era of critics, and uh, thanks Dan Brennan. And Th- Thurston Moore is is very kind about a cruel review he got where he just says, "I got it. We were the sacred cow that they needed to kill." You know what I mean? And that is. I fully get it. So to the kid that thinks that you're fucking trolling us by hitting us with like, I won't listen to anything before 2007. Good, good on you, little brother. You're gonna get it someday. Are you, you know? talking to Dusty Cloud? No, no, but he, no. He, he, he's firmly a 1999 <laughs> but, guy. But uh, <laughs> but I think that I see why they push back with that kind of like sure thing because there's a I lot of like, you need to blah yes, blah blah. Right, and yeah. that's that's the thing that I think we push against. So. If I if I was 20 and you were wagging your finger at me, I'd be like, listen up, old fuck. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm is not it, listening to a think fucking about, thing you suggest. Think about your musical taste. I feel like that's part of the reason you don't fuck with any youth crew stuff. Absolutely. Right? You know what I mean? Like was, the people who were who were into that were dickheads to you. Yo, I had a class where I was talking Earth Crisis and the dude stuck his nose up and I was like, well, favorite band now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, fuck you then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm riding with the band for the remainder of my life because you said, oh, I'm talking about real hardcore. I like in oh, this together. And, no, he was like a Gloom Records dude and it's like, I don't oh, give a even worse. I don't give a motherfucker <laughs> about your Hail Mary fucking comp oh, CD yeah. fucking <laughs> dork. All right. Let's, the other Hail Mary because there's a more current Hail yeah. Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's no get to, back to names that uh, right. people can't Google. Jim O'Connell. Sounds. Try to Google Hail Mary and yeah, see what true, comes true, up. True, true, true. It's some good YouTube videos of that. Um, my question to you is: I would like to know all. You know, this is a good one. It's a lot of text. I would like. I just skip to the questions. My question <laughs> to you is: I would like to know all your guys' takes on the famous Roger Murray quote: "Never trust a hardcore kid who'd never listened to punk." Do you agree or disagree, and why? That's question one. Uh, question two, um, unrelated question is, what are your guys' top five DFJ bands? With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Bowie, Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. Which one do you want to drop? <laughs> you might want to handle that last one. Uh, I don't know if I, I mean. I think I, I, people ask that, and it's weird. DFJ, great person. Could you explain? Because all right, I, dance floor, Justin. He was especially in the mid two thousands, prolific. We drummer, know, we singer, know exactly how drummer. old the person that asked this question is, based on the fact that they asked this question. <laughs> Should I do that? Like wrong side, wrong side, wrong side, wrong side, and dump truck, dump truck. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be concise. Mental, Righteous Jams, oh, Mind Eraser, jams yeah. Mind Eraser, Soul Swaller. That's it for me. That's those four. four. That's, that's my four. You're not even going to throw more no. bone, man. Uh, no, because it's fun. It's the, my favorite Chris Chris from Central Mass Band is The Wrong Side. There you go. L- L- okay. All right. Good. L- listen, L- bad, L- could you name those again? <laughs> Soul Swaller. Mental. Yeah. Righteous Jams. Yeah. Mind Eraser. Soul Swallower. I okay. don't even know who Soul Swallower is. Uh, forgettable. My, my no, it's good. It's really good. If What's like, his metal band? Magic Circle. That band is actually really cool. Like First it. LP is great. Mind Eraser is the only... No, actually, you know what? I don't fuck with a single yeah, one of those. those. I, I hate everything he's ever done. And he's been... Like, <laughs> I hate everything he's ever wow. done. I checked out entirely. Bob knows this. Like I, I am out on everything locking out. What you about Sand Accused? No? No. Definitely not. Um, no. Garbage. Uh, anyways. Sorry, Ian. Art like stance. All right. So famous Roger Murray quote. Never trust a hardcore kid who never listened to punk. Do you agree or disagree and why? Fully understand why I said that. Don't agree at all. Doesn't matter. To a kid now? A kid in 2018? Are you fucking kidding? What's punk? You know what I mean? What does that mean to him? But I mean, I think that it, differ- it differs. Right. Because okay, it's like, fine. you know what I mean? Like, all right. So I'm picturing punk is rancid. Yes. Like, but but to a 2018 not, human being, I don't even think Rancid is a fucking go, no, growing an ongoing no, concern. No, I don't think they no, know what that is. No way. Do you listen to Rancid? Or like, no. is that even on your? I mean, like I did listen to Rancid when I was like 12. Yeah, but I feel like you were like an outlier. Like, yeah, I'm an outlier, and I also like punk music, and yeah. most people, people don't. don't. Right. She's considered it. Yeah, she's. Con- but I mean, like for me, like I didn't listen to fucking like 70s punk. But you're saying 70s punk or 80s think, punk. You know, you know like, what I mean? Like, yeah, see, like, I think 70s punk is like too far back for most people. I mean, what also, right, like I also and like also like has fucking, almost yeah. nothing to do with like not nothing to do with hardcore, but like sound wise is so different. You have to that, follow a really tight lineage to to trace. Yeah, it right. Like I mean, I listen to like Circle Jerks and stuff. Is that considered yeah. punk enough? I don't know. Or is that hardcore? I mean, I, I mean, I listened to when I was maybe 
15 i listened to nothing but the clash for a year but uh to a to <laughs> but a i mean that's kid. like listening to fucking bruce Springsteen. Like, exactly really that's not, a rock band too. Yeah, you're not yeah, going yeah, out yeah, on yeah, a limb on, you i know. mean i'm picturing a meme in 2018 of roger murray saying uh never trust a hardcore kid who doesn't listen to punk and it's him holding like a my chem record a fallout boy exactly. record you know what i mean like, <laughs> you, you I mean, know what if, like, that, if that's the sliding scale then, that's what i mean that, yeah uh, i mean it's kids that like good charlotte that got into hardcore right. from that i mean and is there anything wrong with that necessarily no not a thing i don't know I was not familiar with this quote, to be honest. I, I had heard this it. one, yeah. But I, I feel like, I don't know if he actually said that or that became a meme and they like attributed it to him and it's just like him in a, a picture like with his fucking crucified skin blazing and like they're like, <laughs> he said this. It's I'm, kind I'm, of. I'm also going to say that I, I know for a fact if you are a public facing individual that plays music in front of people and you talk in between songs and you do interviews you say a lot of shit you say a lot of fucking shit and someone's gonna remember everything uh, yeah. yeah what is the do you remember anything you said on stage you're like uh, that didn't come out the way I wanted it to um probably what was the last time we played I'm sure I said something <laughs> stupid I mean, I do. Also, I, I, I honestly, I'm going to start wearing a shirt that just says, "If you if you're looking for it, you'll find it." Because if you if you are looking for a chance to crucify me on some old shit, you will. All right, so find let me it. throw this out. I'll do it anonymous. A friend and I had we're just goofing around and whatever. It was a small basement show, but with enough people, and the band was big enough that you know they could have gotten in trouble for it. Um, in current parlance, they might have, but um, it was talking about like they were starting a tour going further south, and he's like. Yeah, we're going down to wherever to Virginia tomorrow, and I think someone in the crowd's like, "Oh, the South," and he's like, "Yeah, that shit will rise again." Oh fuck! And he stands there looking. I give him like wide eyes, like, "What did you just say?" And he goes, "Just kidding." Ah, I start into the song. Okay, uh, I got two then. Uh, um, (laughs) We played uh, someplace in one of the Carolinas when I and I referred to everybody as slave owners, and and that that didn't fly. Yeah, there's no new one. Really? That, 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 that didn't fly. We we were we were uh, not welcome for a while, and also I couldn't see why. And also, uh, we I you know what I was doing a noble I was doing a good fucking speech, and if you isolated just that part, I was like in fucking like ire that night. I was giving the political fucking speech because somebody there was a reason but sure. there was a wrong person in the room that was being a piece of shit and this was me aimed at this person and uh, so it was me shitting on this person by shitting on the south but then I forgot I'm in the fucking south and I just referred to the right. entire fucking room as fu- right but and the other one was actually kind of funny I w- Chicago I am talking about some some actor on stage and I refer to him as uh, you know, he's a Korean guy. And then I stop because I'm totally wrong. And I go, mm, he's definitely fucking Chinese. Okay, sorry. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like there was definitely like a full pause of... With a face and a I'm sound. the white guy that got it yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Even, even though, you know, an Italian and an Armenian, I'd fuck them up every single... Like yeah. I'd get them confused every time. It's not polite to be the white guy that confuses entire Asian. fucking yeah. Asian yes, races. Yes. So, uh, but here's what I found. If you immediately check yourself with a smile... And everybody understands that it's your bad. Yeah, you get a pass. You know, what I mean, people are like, eh, you know, you're just fucking dumb person. It's all right. Have you ever thrown your put your foot in your mouth on stage? Uh, no, I've never had a mic while I'm on stage. But I was at a show one time. It was like a deathcore show. Okay. Mm. Uh, I was in a band that played it, 
Um, <laughs> and I was sitting behind my band's merch, and there was a, a band full of old dudes who, like, weren't with it, um, who... Um, and there was someone sitting next to me who was, like, making jokes about his, their, like, Brooklyn accents. And I yelled, not, I didn't yell, but I said apparently too loudly, ooh, Warzone, New York hardcore, I love Warzone. And a girl apparently heard me, and, like, I, I don't know if she, like, misheard or, like, what the deal was, right. but she was really, really mad at me. And, like, started saying, like, I'm disrespecting her family. Um, yeah. Her um, New York family? Her New York family. She's from Long Island, so um, I don't know. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, she, no oh, she's, like a, she's like a girl like my age, kind of, so okay. she doesn't have like any... So chances are rabies is not her... Uh, War yeah, no, she does, no, she... Could Warzone is not her family. Biological, could be. And... He was dead in 97. <laughs> oh. And she, this girl's 98. Yeah, she's... 99. Yeah, she's probably... Yikes. Um, probably not related to anyone in Warzone. <laughs> But, probably not rabies but definitely not rabies but was really really mad at me and like talked a lot of shit about like me being disrespectful to like new york hardcore and you weren't being disrespectful. no it, it was it like, like a joke and like yeah. the people who were playing like who were in the band like heard it and like played the intro song like they were in on the joke i thought it was like really funny um because right. like a show in New York, like that, like wasn't even a hardcore show. Like and someone played it, and, yeah, yeah, and like someone played the song, and it like wasn't funny apparently to like this one person, and she was super super upset with me. Like uh, you're 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 actually giving me, yeah, you're triggering me because yeah. this is this is my life story. Yeah, I yeah. For, for every dumb thing that I actually say, some fucking moron right? mishears another two, and I like. We'll get fucking. We'll still get messages from somebody that Benny offended by something he said at the merch table, where he'll be like, "Fucking CDs, what kind of fucking boob fucking paying for CDs in two thousand, whatever." And like okay. somebody will be like, "I heard you refer to people that buy CDs as fucking rubes. Fuck you, you know what I mean?" And right, it's like right, right. Th yeah. there are people that will get salty about literally fucking anything. 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 It, it like got to the point where like people were like, "Yeah, I heard she's like really disrespectful," and I'm like, "Oh my god, no!" Also, like, what the fuck? Did you, did you ever say, "Yeah, motherfucker." I'm a real punker because yeah, I like, like I, look, look I'll disrespect fucking everyone I, I hate that shit you were looking for respect for me are you in fucking insane what do I owe you something it's weird you can't the lesson I learned though was like you can't make fun of Warzone in New York and yeah. I like you can't not even make fun it's of Warzone it's kind of the biggie it's, no it's Tom, like not Tom is our okay I'm He's sorry like, <laughs> not make not make fun of Warzone because I wasn't making fun of you no. can't you say can't anything any you can't like. say their name unless it's like they are the most oh. important band in the entire world well, right I'm out there they're not uh, we've discussed not even necessarily a good band, but uh, because it was a man who died young, yeah. it's perceived as like the biggie. He's uh, iconic. Yes. Right. And that's that's like totally fair. And like I'd get it if I was like actually making fun of like uh, no, no, Warzone, no, no. but I wasn't. No, no, no. You can make, I, fuck it. No, yeah. uh, no, I think you can make fun it. of the band and you can say you don't like them and you can be silly and like, you Unless know. you had like Thanksgiving dinner at Ray's you house one time, you really don't have much <laughs> They can't really. You can't like. I also, wish that was a humble bride. That you were like, yeah, I went to Ray's house for the place. Also, I went to his wake. Oh, and his funeral. Sure. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, one, once again, just to reiterate, because I was part of the New York Harker family. Yeah, you're part of the yeah, family. Yeah, you were disrespecting. You're disrespecting. When you're here, your family. Don't disrespect Can we start, the family. Bring back the '90s shirts. Do the when you're here, your family. New York hardcore in the Olive Garden font. This, <laughs> this is me taking a really hard stance related. Um, 
uh, it's a culture built on disrespect uh, for uh, norms. Uh, don't ever come to me as hardcore dude looking for respect. It's a weird thing to ask of me. I'll no. disrespect everything. I don't give yes. a fuck. All right, next question. Thank you. Good questions. Uh, check out the Soul Swallow 7-inch. It's good. Um, Kyle says, uh, how do you think hardcore today compares to hardcore 15 to 20 years ago? To me, it seems like a lot of hardcore kids say they only care about their persona and how they appear online. It's so frustrating to me, and I wish everyone would just focus on making good music instead of how many likes followers they have. Kyle, thanks for the question. Uh, Do I go to high school with Kyle? Because he sounds like he's my age. (laughs) I mean, good good luck on uh, everybody uh, devoting themselves to making good music. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen, but I will say that... uh, Look, we know corny ass dudes who were trying to be fucking cool by wearing the right thing, it, 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 predating fucking Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it's not like Twitter. It, look, I totally get why to both old and young, and it, things like Twitter, which are an extension of uh, message boards, essentially. Like, I get why you would have like a total like everything on this is is a performative gesture with the effort to be cool. Right. That used to be a million different things, at least you can turn Twitter off. You know what I mean? So I'm grateful. Yeah, I mean, it was fucking alt music hardcore in the fucking 90s that people started, you know what I mean? Or just... And even offline. Yeah, offline. That's what I'm I'm saying. I'm saying that offline, look, if if Twitter is the extent of people being cool, you know what I mean? Like, close the computer, it's dope. You know what I mean? Because... (laughs) And when people Super do that dope. shit in public, fuck, man. Like, that right. was bad. And really I think bad. it's easy kind of to, like, scapegoat Twitter and, like, in- sure. like the internet as, yep. like, the, like, kids don't get it. They yep. have the in- – but, like, of course. Has it changed the way society in general is? Yeah, is- absolutely. Of course. Yep. But, I mean, I think in 1997 or 1998, there wasn't, like, the poser kid or whatever the fuck, like, this dude with the persona didn't ha- – there was no out for like kind of I'm gonna say you had to endure that person in person and, and like of course and, and have you seen the fashion core shirts from back then no nobody has nobody no. has yeah, that's, right. and that's a lie I, we, I've seen a billion of them we, and... we need to talk about it no but I don't think even the 18 visions fake fans fucking don't understand what that did like the the fashion core like Long Island like sub industry of putting out shirts that said fashion. I need you to understand this, fam. They said fashion core on them. Yes, they said that. One hundred. Like, and it sold. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, oh, dude, it was a cottage know, industry. There was a know. dude who made rent. I know who he is. You know what I mean? Like, so so it's like it, there was honestly a time that that was the fu- look. Uh, to this person who's asking the question, what what's uh, Kyle? Th- this human being's name? Kyle. Kyle. Okay. Uh, Kyle, uh, yeah, everything is performative, but it always is in uh, subcultures where uh, people attempt to find a new space to be uh, the thing that they wanted to be on the outside world. And we're all a bunch of weirdos. How do you feel hearing that kind of comment? Like... What do you, and we'll dig back to the like what do you think of hardcore today because it, it kind of got overshadowed by yeah. the people but how do you feel when you hear somebody say like oh people today just care about getting likes and da 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 does that mm, I mean, relevant does it feel like crazy talk like, people people do care about getting likes on the internet but people also like make money off of getting likes on the internet so I guess it's it's just like a different it's a different world I also probably can't answer this question because I like know people and like work with people like outside of hardcore who like 
that's like their job is to like get likes on the internet like that's like a thing yeah um but like I don't know. There were like phases and trends like before the internet. Yes. Like, I feel like we said this last, last episode, hardcore kids are usually just on the, they're the first people to kind of get onto things. Early yeah. Doctors, no, they definitely are. Yeah. I think, I think that's just like, like subcultures, countercultures, whatever you want to call yes. it in general, like catch on to things and then they like spiral out of control from there. Yes. Yeah, so and that's um, why you might know someone who's a Twitch star and you yeah. know, your homie and fucking your college class doesn't because you're in the hardcore so yeah for some reason i don't know i don't it's really know the correlation cool. but we, we do yeah i don't know i think i think that there's like negative things to say and positive things to say about the internet um there were a lot of bands before the internet that weren't good at playing their instruments so that has <laughs> nothing true. to do with it i don't think um yeah like that's not like <laughs> like um and I also think that, like, people who think that they're, like, trying to be cool on the internet, like, that phase doesn't last long. The only, like, downside is, like, if you're corny and you're, like, young and just getting into oh. it, people will pull up your tweets and, like, you're done. And like, punish you. And yeah, punish you. Yeah. Like, you you're can't, like, you can't hide. Corny. Yeah, you can't, like, hide. You can't go to a show and, like, not talk to anyone. You have you to, like... You were kind of allowed to be corny when you were 15. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dwid, I'm, come on. That's a person that's <laughs> made their fucking whole identity. It's been I, a thread through the whole thing. I like it. I uh, yeah, uh, it's thematic. So you were allowed to be corny. Uh, Fifteen to twenty years ago, um, different trends, different things, a whole lot of the same. One thing that I do think it seems like people are getting to hardcore a little older now. Oh, that might be true. Yeah, I think, think so. Yeah. yeah, that might you be know? true. Yeah, people who wouldn't otherwise get into hardcore find it through the internet. Mm, I okay. think that's a thing. I think I think music discovery is both easier to immediately access and then harder to get a deeper feel. Yeah, it's harder to navigate because there's so much content. Sure. I, I think also it is a now not long lived it's we understand it's a, a young subculture so far as subcultures go but it has been ra- around long enough that you could just stumble over Wikipedia find it an interesting topic and at age 26 be like so I guess I have to start at Bad Brains, and then you st- and and that is a thing that really I cannot recall ever happening when no, I was a kid. No, but I mean, think of the noisy vice scene of kids that right. are kind oh, of like true. I got into fucked up or yeah. whatever because of this, and now it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, like I saw the Chrome Mags open for them. Yep. That band's pretty dope. Yeah, I yep. feel like kids that's like a good point. The Chrome Mags yeah. in 2018. That's who's going to see them. Yeah, like Norman Corman's not going to see. That, Shout out that to is very correct. Nick yeah. Woj, I stole that Norman Corman. I really well, like that. He, the, but like, I feel like it's like both. the dudes that are yeah, like, what? Yeah, go ahead. There's art. Sorry, kids. I wrongly attributed it to you, but I heard you say it. <laughs> um, so thank you, whoever made yeah. that. Uh, the Chromex thing was just sort of like people that go see them now are not regular fucking hardcore kids no. most of the time. It's people that have gotten into him from his vegan things, his shows, his this, his appearances, and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I mean, you think how many people. There's a whole fucking cottage industry of bands that are not. There's a trash talk like genre of hardcore people. Oh yeah, like, yeah. that's true. Right. I mean, think about yeah. that. I mean, they play the. You know, I've seen them at like Afropunk. Right. Exactly. And it's wild. And it's like these are just their own little crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's their own you know crew of people that are coming out for these dudes exclusively that may not like other stuff. 
And there's also kids in that, like, group of people who, like, listen to, like, Snapcase and don't know any other current bands going on. Like, not, Mm -hmm. like, they don't, they're not up to it. They don't know anyone in the scene. Like, don't know that it's a scene. They just know. That's true, too. And I think right now, more than ever, you could be someone who's in hardcore from yesteryear and exclusively, like, no, I just like this. Not that that Mm -hmm. wasn't happening, but there's such a world of you can build a community just being into 90s core or just being into early 80s stuff or just being into this specific time and place. And you have enough of a community to just be like, this is what I'm about. Yeah. 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 I, I've got a friend who doesn't listen to any hardcore except for the canon bands. Like, mm-hmm. will only go, to, and I wouldn't say he even listens to it. He would, but he would go to a Chromag show and have. Look down on something that's playing that is current, you know what I mean? But he and not a hardcore dude at all. But that to him is like going to a Springsteen show or going to a you know what yeah. like a whatever. How weird. There's a bit of legend in in like the hardcore scene, like pre like mid '90s too, though. That like people who think that, that maybe it, like people like lore. They yeah. just like lore. Yeah, yeah, they think it's like you look at like, oh, it's Andy Warhol dancing at Studio 54. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's fucking who, like HR or Jimmy Gestapo. Yeah, exactly. Crawling at exactly. a show. It's like, it's, uh, they're artsy and weird and like downtown yeah. before downtown was safe and all yeah. that. Exactly. Like, no, there's, there's something to like, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People who are like into Biohazard because right. it was like gritty and like dangerous. Yeah. Heads up. Things like that. Yeah. Not, not gritty or dangerous. Go on. <laughs> But 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 yeah, yeah. Tom is disagreeing a little bit there. But. No, it's not gritty or dangerous. Oh, okay. yeah, no. yeah. They lived on the richest, one of the richest uh, streets in Brooklyn. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not mad at it, but not. No, but the music that. videos, though, you, I mean, there's and, pitbulls yeah. and like put on a sock hat. exactly. I would, I would look like a thug if I put on a goddamn sock hat. <laughs> Give me a Carhartt and a fucked up hat. Also, yes. I, th- I think you can get. I think you could definitely get hurt at a Biohazard show, no question. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the guitar player would fuck you up. He's sure. like a black belt. He's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But those dudes are not exactly like living no. on the street. So they, mm-hmm. they delivered pizza. <laughs> what a segue unintentionally to our next set of questions from Keith. What's up, Keith? Um, so I thought it'd be a fun question to ask. What do you think about hardcore music videos? What's your favorite? Sick of it all, step down, always gets me pumped up. Refused, rather be dead is another I like a lot because the song is badass and the video is so weird. You could also discuss Refused as a band because they're so interesting in terms of how they started out and evolved. Um... I have very little to give this. I don't really like hardcore music videos and I don't care about Refused. So, please, take it away, guys. I'm going to say uh, Fury of Five. Probably the best video. Yes. Pretty hard video. <laughs> I mean, the it, fucking windmill yeah, is amazing. It's great. Uh, yeah, everyone's wearing performance fleece and just get wild. Uh, Everyone went to Old Navy for Christmas and got brand new for performance fleece vests. Did, did he say the Sick of It All video? Yeah. That's a great one. That's they a great have, one. They have several, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. The, the one. The know, mosh one. Yeah, the, 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 dan- ju- the, the dancing just, one. Yeah. Just that great. Yeah. Uh, and I think the fucking Judge video is great. Uh, mm-hmm. eh. The We Gotta Know video is great. Okay. The Anthem video is great. We Gotta yeah, Know yeah. video is my favorite video. Thank you for right? reminding me. Right? I mean, that it's exists. gotta yeah, be. Like, they're all kind of like, uh, they all kind of are the same. What's the Gorilla Biscuits one? I don't know if they have one. They don't have one. I'm pretty sure they do. Really? I mean, Leeway has one kingpin. There's maybe. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the Youth of Today video. No more. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Youth of Today. That's video. the funniest one. Yeah, yeah. It is the funniest one. But I mean, Just Look Around is a great video. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, it stops and ends uh, at the Fury 5 video for me. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't name you a hardcore video since, like, since, probably since that. I mean, the Civ video is 
is stupid, but it's great. It's funny. Yeah, it's stupid, but great. Uh, I like the adjacent, like the post-hard, like into another Richie painted blue hanging upside down from a tree. That's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. But that's not, I'm not even going to call that hardcore. What about Here We Go Again? A, the shelter video. A young, upside down. a young dude asked me what, today, asked me what Into Another record, and should I, should I give a shot? And I was thinking in my head, I was like, there's no chance you're going to like this. Like they're, they're, They might like Seamless. Uh, that's seamless the, that's or, the one I said is my favorite. Or Ignore Us. I said Ignore Us is the weird, goat. Though. Is the, really It's too weird. weird. Seamless is a rock record, and that's why I think it wins. Yeah. But it I is corny seamless. as fuck. I, yeah. Uh, that, but I think that band is almost impossible to contextualize or even like unless you have really specific tastes. And I mean, I think... Both of, I mean, underdogs hard. Like I feel like underdogs. Underdog was tough for me to ever get into. That's a big lift. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I love them, but I mean, I feel like if a kid, like they're like, so this guy's like doing reggae. Yeah, you gotta go seven inch demos. That's the deal. But his voice like Mm -hmm. takes time to kind of like. It's fucking great, but if at first on par on first blush, it's a hard one. It really is. Um, But shout out to him for always going left. That dude has always done his. Uh, that yeah. man, that guy walks his fucking own path in life, and that's fucking hot. Some of those songs are unlistenable, but uh, it's hot. Um, he, he's referred to as singer songwriting that, by the way. Oh. He was in the Post. Oh, the New York Ooh. Post. Richard oh, the was? New York yeah. Post. Really? He's married to oh, like yeah. a socialite. I thought not any longer. Did I know? No, that's get... a, the new one. Is the socialite? The old one oh. was uh, Butterfly. Oh, that's right. So the new, yeah. So like she's a, you know, highfalutin woman. Bless him. And it was like her husband, singer songwriter Richie Birkenhead. Yeah. I was like, "Get the fuck no, out of no, here!" No, 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 no. That's how I hope to be referred to. I, I want to be called the singer songwriter too. Then be it's so bullshit. much more successful than me, and I hope that I get referred to like as her, her, you know, her Lotharia. They don't oh, need to use my name. You know what I mean? They can they can do the thing that Hollywood does to women all the time, where they'll be like his wife. You know what I mean? They can do it. her hundred percent. Her her husband. I'll I'll gladly eat that. Like I'll be like you have seen forgetting Sarah Marshall. Hey Sasquatch, get out of the photo that yeah, you want yeah, to be. Him. That's me. I, Got it. I'll take it. Um, She'll be Kristen Bell. You'll be the other guy, Jason Siegel. Do you like any hardcore music videos? Um, I like Step Down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all of the uh, Biohazard music videos. Yeah, you know what? That's true too. They're gr- like they're yeah, really horror. good, right? The Punishment. <laughs> Tim mm. Ensign, mm. dressed like he's from Sunset Park. Mm. Mm. I like him. The other They're one great. where he's fucking standing outside of a train and it's a flame shooter. It's mm. flame okay, all right, all right, all right. And there's all like the weird <laughs> effects, like visual effects, where everything's like yeah. weirdly colored, right? It's I think they're sick. Like those are my favorite music videos for Pride sure. Madball video. Yeah, like, that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the thing we're coming to is New York makes the best hardcore music uh, videos. Yeah. And I can't say I've seen like is there like does Ignite have? A video? I don't I have really. No we're allowed to talk does about Ignite. Does have a video? video. A, a rev video? No, they just have a full length feature film. Yeah, uh, we're it's pornography. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. prawn, as the kids say. Yeah. Got it. Um, I just got pwned. We are. Uh, uh, yep. We're allowed to talk about the fact that we saw the Vane video. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because that might even be current by the time. No, the, oh, oh, maybe, right, who knows? Uh, oh, I don't know. I can't watch that shit. Scares you, right? It does. Anything with feet or eyes getting hurt, fuck me I don't, up. Yeah, I don't like eyes, and I don't like, don't don't cut off a nipple, that's why I can't watch that Pink Floyd shit, and don't uh, cut your eye out. I don't like eyes, but I was okay with this video. Have you ever seen the, their uh, punk band, Omdi Peterson's Army? They have a seven inch where the Removing dude is the fing- or the- pulling up his fingernail. Yeah. Oh, man. No, 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 no. Everybody in the room uh-uh. shaking. Yeah. yeah no, that that not, fucks me up. Not fucking with that. 
Um, yeah, so, so uh, hardcore so music videos, uh, bring bring them. You know, what I mean, I'd like to see some. Has it been one done? And I mean, well, AN did two did on they? new new record. Was it live? Material? Sanction did a music video that was pretty cool. Oh, they're torturing somebody in that one too. Yeah. Torture's big right now, huh? Torture's really big right now. Torture's the um, thing. Especially, yeah. What about forever? Um, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. The cool, yeah. court art video is cool. And, uh, it fit their kind of. They have. They, they're, like they're, they're good at music videos. Yeah, I mean, it fits their aesthetic. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I would like to. I guess we're kind of spoiled because there's out online outlets of live footage that all the time, but. I would like to see somebody take some real fucking craft and make a great live video. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Like, as the music I, video. I mean, I know a guy named Patrick Kenlon who might have done just that, but it's lost to the sands of time. You know what? I, I've I, seen I, a bunch of current bands do live videos that yeah. I don't think are that great. Mm. Um, do they try to do but, they try to get the dance, or do they try to get the, the, the fucking... Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. It's like the, like... It's... It, it's always like heavier bands or like yeah. beatdown bands, right. and it's always like people punching people yeah, to nobody, the yeah. sounds of like the breakdown or whatever. And oh. like I don't back that. Oh, hold on, I, I do you back do. it. I do. <laughs> I do back it when they're Europeans and they're wearing, and they're wearing like bubble vests in two thousand. And they're like walking down the street. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah. that's different though, because like they're European, they can do that. Shout out to nasty. That's nasty. And right? shout yeah. out to all those fucking bands. What was the band from Atlanta that had the one with the fake gunshots? Yes, <gasps> yes. You what know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. A bunch of dudes built like you hanging outside yep. of like a like a truck going down the street, and it was like they'd hold up like a fake gun it would be like like they were like shooting that uh, so it's so not overdose I have no, I, I don't it, know what this was is it, know what the, not it is, Warhound was, was no it, but uh, it's adjacent to that yeah, what, what was it was something like that look we need more yeah, we'll find it we it's, need it's more drive-bys in hardcore music videos that's what I agree. Th- that's where I'm going high more, performance fleece vests yes. more windmills yes. more drive-bys yes more dreadlocks more, more, dreads. more blonde dreadlocks <laughs> alright <laughs> Uh, I want dude will murder it. Yeah, sorry. Fantasy book. I want a power trip. Um, who's the uh, like a Ralph Bakshi style, like or heavy metal style oh. animated video? I think that could work. Yeah, they don't have like a video, those. do they? No, there there was a. Uh, I saw a Russian video that like some Russian no name hardcore band, never heard of them before. That somebody in the band was an animator and mm. really killed it. That's that could cool. be cool. Really be killed. Cool, yeah. Um, any thoughts on Refused? Real quick. Not really. Um, I think, I don't get it. Uh, so me neither. But I, I don't want to shit on it. Them. You like them? I mean enough. But like, I feel like bad today. They became like a thing once they broke up. Like yeah. Oh, I mean without question. I'm old enough. I, we had played a bunch with them at the time, like when that record came out. Yep. Zero fucks. I yeah. uh, I know the person. I know multiple people that were at their false church breakup show, the last show that they and played, no, and it was, was a basement. There was nobody there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we played with them in Europe, and they opened for All Out War. Right. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? And like they kind of right. And then it was all again all fake. Uh, yeah. No. Rewritten it, history, right? So, sort of, sort of not, it, because it was fake that anybody gave a shit before that big record came out, and also fake that anybody gave a shit when it came out because they broke up very shortly thereafter. I did like that victory, like rather whatever the fuck that was called, the one before. Rather Be Dead, it might have been called. I don't remember. No, that was the song on it. No, then. what was the... Uh, it was a white cover and yep. a guy... Yep. But I mean, even their whole like Capitalism Stole My Virginity thing, yep. we had played with them in like Amsterdam with like, Ink and Dagger or something, and we're like, you know, that's like the equivalent of like 30 American dollars for your CD. They're like, yep. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. But like, I mean, you're not anti-capitalism. No, but like, look, don't, don't, co- don't come to a fucking uh, uh, 19-year-old hardcore kid for consistency. But, but, but no, they were like in their 20s, like us. 
They're Europeans. They don't understand these things. So, so it's pre-Euro, so it wasn't like you know. <laughs> so it was. It was like I know, yeah. Kroners, whatever the fuck. Right. And I was like, you know, forty-eight Kroners. If they're twenty-eight dollars, you know. Like. I think I think that they were an interesting band in in this one respect. Uh, they were referential, you know, it, to things that were not cool for them to reference. So like they were going Nation of Ulysses. When they yeah. were pl- when they were playing, they they have two records that sound like Earth Crisis. You know what For I mean? Sure. So, so like, and, and then he started dressing like Ian Savonia, Sav- Sav- right, the fuck is right, yeah. right. Uh, Wearing suits on stage and shit. Exactly. Yeah. And f- I think that's a cool thing. I think that uh, the they were really a legendary act until they played again, and now you couldn't find a fucking. Is you give a fuck about this band? No. Yeah. But uh, they put out that comeback record, which that, was yeah, it was atrocious. it was Muse too. So it obviously sucks. But I mean, they definitely, you know, I mean, it's still kind of cool that they'll play shows and it'd be like, hey, we're gonna get you know John Joseph out and play fucking Street Justice. Well, they, they still do that. I mean, or they'll do Sick of It All songs with like I, it's still cool. kind of cool. cool that they do that. Like ninety percent of the people at that show are like, what? Yeah. But they'll still still do songs because it's like. It's to them that's the heroes, so they don't yeah. give a fuck with right. their crowd is waiting for new noise, and they're gonna be like, "Well, you're gonna hear fucking. We gotta know first. I th- I, I just think that's it's cool. a fascinating study in should have stayed dead. You know what I mean? Like sh- should have stayed dead might have somebody still talking about you. Uh, 2018, I could grab every hardcore kid at a large ish show. Bet one percent might give a goddamn. They they made some fucking. Boku bucks they'll come back yeah yeah, yeah. they're like not, fucking headlining not, festivals and stuff so I mean if that's the, I mean th- did they kind of tarnish their legacy maybe yeah, a little bit sure they did but, but did they probably buy houses in Umea sure yeah worse th- worse things to tarnish your legacy for than a brand new boat keep getting them checks yeah uh, would you care about it refused at all no we asked no. she said no yeah. oh you said no okay alright yeah it's just like not anything that I ever like never went to learn about or anything yeah my brain kind of checks out on them but that's, yeah not it's my thing. not i don't think they're not important all right next question i mean but that's a fascinating thing because for a minute you could argue that they were canon important super absolutely and, and now, this is why they this is why the whole like things that come in and out it's like don't get too wrapped up don't get no. too heated don't get too mad things will come up and come down and it just I, the way I, it is. when i was asked that doesn't change when when i was asked to suggest so I was in a van, a long van ride, and got a question. <laughs> Were you like held hostage? Like that, you made it sound like I mean, like, tour, touring is host- is being fair. taken hostage. Uh, but got a question. Hey, I don't know anything about hardcore music. Could you make some suggestions? I had a, a, a totally dedicated shout out to uh, Brian Murray, uh, nerdy ass hardcore dude next to me, and we went through essentially right. what is the Western canon of hardcore, right? And I included Gloss. That was the last entry in bands that I think are important. Mm-hmm. I couldn't include Gloss on a 2018 list because... Which is so wild. It, it, but it, 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 it was, yeah. It, it's the fact, right? Mm-hmm. Is that like Turn for a moment yeah. you thought this would be something that you need to know. No judgments on the quality of the music. None of nope. that shit matters. Nah. It's just this is something you need to know. Two years later, I wouldn't make that argument at and all. And who knows in four years it might come back. Ten years might be fucking... Uh, yeah, you know. necessary. Yeah. All right. So uh, Sean writes in and asks... Hi, Sean. How do bands like Gatecreeper, who don't sound like hardcore to me per se, get big followings in the hardcore scene like they do? I get that there are elements of hardcore peppered into their sound, but I was really surprised that they came up in the scene in that scene in Arizona. I'm sure there are also a million more examples of this, but as a normie civilian, I can't think of any. 
Um, to me, that's a metal band, and I don't hear a ton of hardcore. Uh, I think that uh, controversial, maybe not controversial opinion, many hardcore kids wish they were something else <laughs> and w- will always be grabbing towards metal or punk or whatever. And maybe they genuinely like it. No offense meant here. Uh, but, you know, like, look, nobody wants to be the one note motherfucker. You know what I mean? Nobody sure. wants to be the guy that is just one thing to himself and everybody else. So, you know, you're expanding. I, and and they're hard kids play metal. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know if they want to cop to that. I think no, I think to... some of them would definitely. Okay. Because it's going to hurt them. <laughs> they should. They should. No, but I, but they I mean, shouldn't cop to that. It might not be known by like they're great, but like, yeah. I feel like that's how they kind of came up. Yeah. Because they play in Arizona. They'd be part of that scene more than the fucking right. metal scene. They played, you know what I mean? They were in hardcore bands before that. And so they kind of, that's like kind of their thing. I mean, just like Power Trip. Or I mean, nails. Power Trip are like hardcore dudes playing, you know, punk influenced metal. Or Nails. Or know, Nails, right? dude. Yeah. I mean, if you heard Nails and didn't know their pedigree, you'd be like, straight up, you know, fucking thrashers from wherever the fuck, and not realize that it's like, oh, these dudes are all fucking... Because we did a recent tragedy listen, and it sent me down the hole of the related, you know, From Ashes Rise, mm-hmm. that era, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of that in Nails now. So, like, like th- so I could make that lineage, I could make that, I, I like... Not straight up metal, right? But I think you're probably right. Is that most people hear it and go, Yeah, this is a metal dude. Do you like Gate Creeper? I like Gate Creeper a lot. Um, but I think they're like popular because they're hardcore kids playing metal and also because they're like they have a bit of a hardcore sound, so they're like accessible to hardcore kids that want to like metal, right? And they're just, fast, like, a lot of, yeah, you know? and they're yeah, fast. And they're not hardcore enough that metal dudes would be like, These kids are, yeah, poser. exactly. And they're all talented, they yeah. tried in both worlds, uh-huh. yeah, tour both, all right. Um, they toured with both worlds. That'd be sick. That would I would good. go to that. That would be good for both worlds. Yeah, uh, it really would. Yeah. How did the, anything would be good for both worlds? There might only I can't give you a totally real answer on this. Tom, we might look at you. Oh boy. How did the karate kicking, floor punching style of motion come about? By the way, that's the end of the question. Those are two different styles. Completely. Two different scenes of styles. Yeah. So what, karate what? kicking early nineties. I mean, look, there's there's mosh historians who we could get on yeah. who could come in and tell you, like, there's the, the kung fu killer kung fu Krishnas. I have an idea. Who can tell you about this? I have an idea. That's not it is wrong. all of our instincts not to ever have that person on nor invite them into my home. However, <laughs> however, as Patreon content, that yeah. could work. All right, we'll do it. And Or we just get that motherfucker in on a hard 20 minutes. All right, we'll do it. Because, right, so, yeah, like, I, I, I applied this to... I want if you got things to say, don't please disregard this. But uh, in regards to the uh, the NPR Invisibilia episode, first rule about talking about hardcore, like Fight Club, don't talk about moshing. Second rule about talking about hardcore, don't fucking talk about moshing. We all come off like idiots. I got mixed feelings. I, I mean, whenever somebody is reporting on hardcore and they talk that's, about that's mo- the that, whoa, yeah. uh, talking about like that's that's the part. Yeah, that's and it's painful. been like that for twenty. You can years. have the, the the living room conversations like we have, where you know, like, yeah. oh, this guy was great. Da, da, da. Body's got great stuff. We can do that, and it's natural and fine. But look, mosh pits, it's. Moshing is much cooler when you're doing it than oh, when you're watching it or seeing someone else do it. And, or and you see a video of it. yourself doing it. You're like, I'm never doing that God again. God help you yeah. if you are caught on tape doing it because there is almost no chance yeah. you look good. There was a place in Staten Island that literally had like a 
like a screen over the stage while oh. bands played, <laughs> and like I was like moshing for. for I don't even know both worlds. It might have no. It might have been like Fallacy <laughs> or somebody, uh-huh. and like I caught like a glimpse of myself, and literally after that, I was like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like 20. I was yeah. like, I look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, I can't oh. do this anymore. Yeah. Like I can't. It just you don't look right I unless mean, you're good. I, I, maybe I'm not good, I, but like I just saw myself and I was like, I hate myself right there's now. There's some people that just are physical people. Like they, they are. Like you and I. I'm gonna go off on a limp. We're not natural athletes. Is that fair? No. Okay. I'm actually relatively athletic. What the fuck? You- Yo, you just talked about playing basketball. We're gonna start go? actually playing basketball. I dream. can play basketball. That doesn't make. Do we understand what I'm saying by athlete? Really play basketball? I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, no, no, I'm not I don't that good. So, I'm not yeah. that good. But the point is that. <laughs> but. I, do you're you, on the team. Do you understand what I, I mean by people whole... that have like a real relationship with their body? Do you would you say you've got a real relationship with your body? Yes, I hate it. Oh my god. We have a love okay, hate okay. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's fine. You, you I'm have, ruining it. That's you, what I'm saying. You, you have an you have a uh, adversarial relationship yes. with your body. What I'm saying is that some motherfuckers, dancers, athletes, there's some people who are truly connected to their fucking the thing that they're this. Well, maybe I did three years of Twilight Tharp, and you don't know that. Oh, Jesus Christ! You All don't right. know that. Jesus. So Christ. we're gonna I get. I'm moshing at you. I forgot. Five thirty-one. I'm coming on. to fucking Brooklyn Bazaar, and I'm just gonna like. I forgot I'm you. Show I my forgot shit. you were in the cast of River Dance, and you played. I was uh, in Rent. Semi-professional lacrosse. My bad. All right, quick <laughs> one. Um, this one's tough, but it, it touches into. What are your thoughts on people in most extreme music genres fetishize? of the good old days name dropping all the classic bands in extreme genres was always some weird machismo shit I never could get my head around it feels regressive and I think being that about the bands of yesteryear isn't good for innovation I'm gonna jam Age of Carl just as hard as the next guy parentheses not Patrick what the fuck Pat mm. uh, but seeing bands be so blatant about worship of old bands always makes me cringe a little um, quick thoughts uh I mean, look, you love what you love and you feel strongly about it and you're an outspoken advocate for it. You're evangelical about it. Uh, So it's going to happen. Uh, but I think hardcore bunch of mostly a lot of nerds that want to be the first person. Everybody wants to be like the, I listen to that band first. Christopher Columbus. Yeah, yeah, everyone wants to be a fucking pioneer and you're not. Here's, But, you know, everybody can tell when you are the person that is stuck. You know what I mean? When you when you have no forward momentum or, or, or openness to new things. And right. everybody can tell there is a difference between the guy that uh, that loves fucking, you know, into another and is to- and is like advocating for it really strongly to you yes. and the person who only listens to it. Do you yes. understand? Yeah. I say all the time, like our example of Lyman from Albany, like five records. I bet he owns no more than five records. Yeah. And that's what it is to him. And that's, that's what it, it is. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's it's when that kind of love is shitting on someone else's head. So when that person is taking that and being active and being like, "Oh, these bands today, yeah. not like the good old days." Da, 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 that's where it gets shitty and cut those kind of people out of your life. There's a lot of garbage well, in the good old. Like days. what you really like. Old. If 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 you know sure. someone who only likes old music or five records or whatever is a lineman. Don't talk to them about music. Talk to them. Find something that you can actually breathe and have a real living conversation with. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think that you can, like, totally love 
some random band from your scene from like a decade ago or two decades ago and like, Allsfeld. Yeah. <laughs> Allsfeld. I'm right there and, with you. And and that be your favorite band and that's like totally cool. Just like don't be jaded and like shit on other people for wanting to listen to newer bands. I mean I think that band you know, people choosing like these like weird under like you know bands that were never popular. No, we're gonna see Maelstrom as being like an influence shortly. I mean, it's made like you know I mean? band like a cottage industry of bands. It's like they're getting re- you know reactions two thousand miles from their house that they didn't get down the street from their house. Like yeah, because people are like, here's the thing that I like right. that you never liked, and then there's every scene has like their kind of leader. Yep, that people are like, no, no, I love this now. Yeah. And oh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Jay we, turned me on to Razzle Dazzle, and now everybody in uh, Tacoma loves Razzle Dazzle. Um, I'm gonna say that as far as the larger question, is it good for innovation? No, <laughs> no, no, uh, not good for innovation, no, no. Not, not good at all. Uh, and that's my uh, ongoing beef with uh, hardcore scene in general, which is if uh, I understand culturally, it's our thing to look backwards, I get that, and I respect it more than cultures that never look backwards, you know. What I mean, I really do, but. We are in the extreme uh, in that we are always facing backwards and only stumble. We stumble forward by by looking backwards. We stumble. Yeah. forward. Uh, I think that now more than at any other point, we do have a large number of people who aren't looking backwards because the people who have been looking backwards are so fucking strident about it. And we get weird about age, this, that and the other. Honestly, it's not about the age. It's about not. It's about the way it's being communicated to younger people and being able to have yeah. conversations and like be cool and not just shit on things that are new because it's not what was old. Right. I mean, you you're know. causing the opposite reaction than we you Then what you're Because people are like, fuck this. I'm not going to listen to anything else. That If exactly. you're like going to be such a fucking yep. pejorative, like, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. kind of like, you need to listen to this or you, you're you a fucking poser, you're going to be like, fuck off. Yep. I'm not going to listen to anything. Yeah, like I said, you, know. you just become defiant, and for good reason. I couldn't have said it yeah. better than Tom did. Exactly. I mean, I think that's totally the fucking case. And yeah. like, you can always no, hit I people agree. to stuff, you know, and go like, "Yeah, hey, you might like this." Yeah, there's a way to do that. People in my age, like back when I was a kid, they weren't nice about shit either. Yeah, yeah. and they were kind of like, "Yo, you don't deserve this because you're fucking, you're a new jack." And if you have, it's right. stupid. If you have the experience of people being nice to you about it, you pay that forward. Or if you have the experience of people being dicks about it. Go the other way. Yeah. Because yeah. it really makes a difference. We're yeah. all yeah, fucking weirdos, sure. and that's why we're here. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, next question. Do you think there are, uh, that thanks to Sean, I believe, Travis asks, do you think there'll ever be a resurgent for melodic hardcore uh, sites, Kill Your Idols, Reach the Sky, Gray Area, etc., like some of the other subgenres, like Metalcore is getting currently? Praise Punks, get a shout out. They're the best at it right now. And check out Dave Smalley's new project, Don't Sleep. Thanks, Travis. Probably won't do that last one, but nope. no. <laughs> Praise is fantastic. Yeah, but I don't think they're in that. Well, they're they different. Are. I mean, I, I'd, I say think they, I'd say they are. The yeah. three bands he no. cited: Kill Your Idols, Reach Sky, Gray Area, all melodic, but in different ways. Yeah, kinda, you know? I don't think of Kill Your Idols like that, but maybe I don't either. Just, they evolved into they more did. melodic. Okay, yeah. right. but I mean, you think of like you know, there's like the Iron Sheiks of the world, right? Oh, would you, would you punk yeah. and hardcore? Good with good mo- with melody. Would you and right. I probably yeah. see it as, a, as an extension of that Long Island sound? Like, you, how many shows you always say? How many shows you did with Silent Majority? It's like that yeah. to me. Iron Sheik is an extension or adjunct to that. Well, Absolutely. And, and uh, I, I'm gonna say that uh, uh, it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. It'll happen. Uh, right I now, mean, has it happened? And just so I mean, where's t- Title Fight? Or you know, bands like that were kind of fast. Hardcore-ish stuff with melodic vocals. 
it happened, but they, it's not. They're not on the gray area level. They're fucking humongous, so we kind of don't see them in that kind of with that kind of. And let me give my answer on that: is that at that point, title fight branches one way, and a bunch of bands like that kind of go that way, mm-hmm. and further over from that, where like you wouldn't necessarily call turnover hardcore, even earlier stuff. Yeah. But they're leaning. They're like two steps over from title fight that way. So that's one way that the melodic side of this whole world went. Mm-hmm. The other was the Tuche Amore, uh, La Dispute mm-hmm. thing, which those things started a lot closer to hardcore than I think people today would acknowledge. Yeah. And that thing ran its course. Defeater, etc. Mm-hmm. Defeater was a melodic band. Sure. And that stuff kind of ran its course, and it took it in these different directions that branched out of hardcore that people don't necessarily immediately, you know. Right, I mean, people would automatically, like, if Grey Area came out now, they'd be like, oh, it's pop punk band. That's a good point. Right, I mean. That's that on. Not Kill Your Idols, because Kill Your Idols are just like a melodic, but like, what was the other band that they mentioned? Uh, Reach the Sky, which is, again, more melodic hardcore. So right, he's but Grey Area would be a pop punk band. It's like Thread in the Needle, yes, yeah, that will I come think. back. Yeah. Do, do you like a lot of melodic hardcore bands? I mean, are there any mm. ones that you think we don't talk about? I mean, I like, like, the praise type bands right. but i don't know if i would like put those like i like embrace a lot but i don't mm-hmm. think that's necessarily in the same vein so so uh not to cut you off but no, i, I think that it's he named his band end of the year it's it's not it's not in the same vein but it might be the thing that we get next like yeah so, so somebody is going to come with a melodic hardcore band that blows it up for the other bands that are going to want to do that or trying to do that or whatever. And we have currently no idea who they are going to make their chief influence. Yeah. And it could be something like Embrace. So like Praise is 100% the actual, and no disrespect to them, I think they're doing it well, the exact midpoint of all like where all of the Revolution Summer bands collide. Meet, yeah. They are exactly that right mm-hmm. now. And... All it takes is for them to have a good summer, and we will see yeah. a good summer, one big record. One we will see a one hit record, and we will see four more bands that will all eventually go in their own directions, but they will have that seed. Right? Where, where do we put Angel Dust? Uh, like skate punk to me. It, yeah, I'd right? say skate punk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Angel Dust is so far as our world, and I need to Party preface hardcore. that. It, huh? Doing entirely their own thing with yeah. party hardcore, yeah. Uh, but so many melodic elements, and yeah. you know, I wouldn't call them melodic hardcore, no, because no. there's too much upbeat, too much kind of up tempo. But they have so many more melodic elements, and I think they are given credit. Yeah, for. and I think it's also this justice being the singer probably mm-hmm. affects the melody. You could have somebody that maybe has a more sing songy voice oh, that might like, change the. It, yeah. Okay. So like, if if justice had like a traditional singer's voice yeah. that band I think Bob is probably right all those melodic elements would be at the forefront would pop yeah right. mm-hmm. Where, great sure. point so uh, but that's a, we don't give Angel Dust enough credit uh, no we don't talk about them very much uh, no it's kind of weird too because they've been quiet a little bit they haven't done anything new just yet they're about to do a tour in Europe with Turnstile so here's okay. here's a thing that is kind of wild about Angel Dust and this is not a terrible type of band to be you don't hear a lot of talk but nobody 
goes to an Angel Dust show and doesn't enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like everybody that's in the in the crowd will have a good time. I mean, they're you know adjacent to like we how we say turnstile like. The reactions they get are fucking enormous. Right, yeah. and even though it's quiet, it's like I don't hear the talk about Angel Dust, and yet when you, you go see, see those the, shows, yeah, it's hot. And there's that one song. I don't know if they do it often, but like that Justice has like the crowd sing, and like oh, they have yeah. people like hand the mic. It's fucking awesome. It, I, you ever see? It's like yeah, I think they play up. it almost all the time. To knock me down. Like I don't know if they do like switch the mic, the singers. It's fucking great. It's so cool and inclusive. And it'll be an interesting thing if uh, my here's a theory <laughs> that that type. Of band that not everybody chatters about, but always gets a good response, yeah. might be more of a quote unquote career act than bands that we see a lot of fucking talk right, about. Right, burn bright and flame out. Right, like, like yeah. so. Uh, sh- shout out to Angel Dust, who I think is like maybe not underrated, but maybe. They might know. be underrated at this know. very second, which is a fucking in this, in the I think they might hardcore be, scene. I think they might be underrated in terms of like people actually giving that record a listen to. Yeah. Because I don't really love their first LP. Mm-hmm. And then their second record, which is called Rock the Fuck On Forever or something. Yeah. Right? Yep. The title hurts it actually. But it's, I, I listened to it a lot when it came out. I was like, wow. Like there's songs on here I really like. Right. And I, yeah, I think the name, the hurts title it. does yeah. hurt a little bit. Because I I, when I, I hear I think rock people don't being take, operationalized, I'm like, I'm good. And I don't think I don't think people take it serious in a way, which I think they're like, right. fine, cool, homie, don't take it serious. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's actually, it's fun and it's a good listen in my opinion. Yeah. Worth checking out. Um, we got one more? What do you think? We got a lot more. I mean, we got okay. a ton more. Oh, I'm just thinking for time. We, How are we, we doing on time? Yeah, we're going on the three hour mark. We're All right. Gonna, we, so let's bang out two or three good right, ones. Let me we'll give you a couple of good ones then. There's a lot, guys. Um, uh, we, can, good we, we got Lord. multiple mailbag episodes in us. Yes, we do. Um, wow, there's a lot of these ones. <laughs> do kids today actually care about One King Down? Alexander asks. Um, well, you I'm know sure what? We'll answer this question after July. I'm a 26-year-old vegan straight-edge kid that grew up in the Albany area. Okay. And I'm very excited that One King Down is playing This Is Hardcore. Don't You're be, the person who should be. Yeah, don't be too excited about the vegan part, though. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> He's vegan. Though, obviously, I'm too young. I'm vegan. Those song, the, though, the, 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 singer, the, the people that are playing not, those songs are not. Yeah. Don't though, get too psyched. Though, yeah. obviously, I'm too young to have been around for their golden days. Yeah. More Hate Than Fear is still a very important record to, to me. Being a part of Albany Hardcore and loving that you record go hand in hand. Yeah, he's excited, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I live in Worcester area currently, and when the lineup was announced, myself and all my Albany friends got hyped. I hung out with a friend my age that grew up in the Boston Hardcore scene that same day, and she told me she had never heard of One King Down. Do you guys think any kids outside of Albany care about One King Down? Do yes, I only love sure. Do I only love One King Down because I'm from Albany? A little bit. Is my upbringing misrepresenting the level of success they Certainly. that they achieved? No. Well, real quick, real quick, before we go, do you like One King Down? Uh, I don't. Yes, but I don't really care about them. Okay. If that. Is an answer? Yeah, if you're in yeah, a car and it plays, you're not mad. Yeah, right. It's like, cool. Not I'm off, not going to go out of my way to listen to it. It's just not. You wouldn't travel to see them, right? If they were um, playing in your living room, you close the door and turn your TV louder. No, no, <laughs> I would. That part, no. I you you, you, really you gave my answer out to him. That's usually what I go to. I'm like, yo, if that band was not them. Yeah, I was. I would go sit on the couch and watch. Yeah. Them. Oh, okay. sitting on the couch sounds fun. Uh, oh, I would do that. Yeah, right. Hard, yeah, hardcore fest. Know, have I, a couch. I think. I think this is hardcore. Actually, has one. Uh, that's so right. Yeah, yeah. um, they do. Yeah. So Izzy is the the person to answer this. Yeah. Because uh, or one facet yeah, of this. Sure. One facet Twenty of the from Philly area, but lives in New York City. 
One King Down. Um, I know two people who really love One King Down. They're both a lot older than me, mm-hmm. or they're like late, late twenties, almost mm-hmm. thirty, and um. And <laughs> They're a lot older. They're like twenty-seven. I'm like, I'm not even twenty, no, so like twenty-nine <laughs> no, is a no, lot older than 20. me. They're, decre- right. they're decrepit. I mean, they're, we're like they're dead walking with a cane. They can't mosh anymore. It's <laughs> really sad. Right yeah. Um, they love One King Down. Those are the only people that I know who care. I I don't know if it's a young person. I mean, it's definitely like it it, it scratches the. Young person who li- loves the '90s, yeah, yeah, yep. But I feel like most of the people going to that are going to be dudes with male pattern, male pattern baldness that are psyched to relive the time that they saw them here. I, th- I, I think it's a band that someone once said, "Oh, I really like this band," and then a bunch of younger kids on Twitter like tweeted them back to life, and then uh, I don't know if they. they- Okay. If people, I don't know if like people my age are going to care to watch them at This Is Hardcore as much as Some of the, the older crowd okay. would. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, do you think there's younger bands maybe playing the same day that might get yeah. a reaction than Yeah, them people are going to be like, uh, people are going to say they want to see them and then be like, maybe I'll eat dinner before I see a band that I really want to see. I mean, they're headlining. Oh, true, so true. I totally some, forgot. Some people young, are going to leave people then. Be, yeah. like going back to the hot tub, trying to get, you know. Yeah, 100%. So, what do they call it? Uh, two-step Tinder? Yeah. That's gonna, get oh, two-step no, no. <laughs> so, so Yeah, you, people are going to leave, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think so. Now, who do you think? But people always leave. Like, even yeah, people who... True. Headlining is tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you think there's any band before them that's going to sort of like be that line in the sand that it's like... Old versus new. I obviously don't know the lineup off the top of my head if I didn't remember that they were headlining. Yeah. So, sure. um, oh, that's true. Yeah, right, don't so. ask me that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like uh, they might be a band from the Midwest. Yeah, well, I think without question. Yeah. But here, here's the thing. Uh, I am I qualified to answer this or not? Because you're I'm, super qualified. I'm from Albany, but I also beef with the dudes. So. No, but you also. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, but, but you also made us watch <laughs> One King Down videos. You just brought your laptop. Yeah, you Tom, dude, that was like. Me and Tom are trying to eat pizza. Patrick walks out with the laptop and a One King Down video queued up and it's like, press it's like the a clockwork orange. I'm like, yo, can we watch anything? Like, I watch shit. It was right really. Now, it was. Pizza. It was one of my favorite underrated Patrick moments because he was he was really excited to do it and I was excited to do it with him but I didn't get much out until of Bob it. was like yo it's been 10 is, is this the same song yeah it's been 10 minutes okay um, so um, you're super qualified please yes um uh, I work some stuff out for this young man every, okay the real answers to those questions Tom is gonna say they were that big right that they were I don't think that's true honestly I don't think that's true I, I'm not. I'm not shitting on them. I'm not saying they did badly or anything like he, that. I, I like. Look, this is a band that I think, in many regards, is underrated. Like, yeah. I, I think that the, that record, that Bloodlust Revenge, is a good fucking record, right? Uh, so underrated in that respect. Also, totally magnetic live. We've talked about. And it. I think in the canon of what people talk about in the '90s, they slipped through the cracks a yes. little bit. So yes, um, for a band that was as popular as they were in the '90s, there's more. Yeah. I, Dude, I they think were bigger I, than fucking Harvest and Disembodied. Yeah. But and those bands were. We're forgetting that those bands weren't weren't even fake big. I think I think Harvest was, and I like Harvest as much as anybody could. And I'm going to say that Harvest was never 
a, an ongoing concern someplace for anyone. I don't know. Syracuse, I, they were humongous. What does that mean? They did two shows probably, right? Like, right. But I mean, I think like of those, like One King Down was definitely one of the bigger bands of our time. Like at that time, absolutely. You know what? Dude, you, having you, lived it. You were doing shows. Yeah. You were doing shows. So you can say better than I can. But Were they as big as Albany? No. How did they do in like the city? In like Long the city Island was weird. or any, yeah, no, the city, no, you're totally, always no, weird. you're totally right. How did they do um, in non-upstate like Long Island anywhere? Like you played a good amount of shows with One King Down. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I mean they did they did pretty as good. well as bands did at that time. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. You know, there really was like fair. the Earth Crisis, the Stripes, the Snapcases, yeah. and, then, and, then, and then the rest of us. Then the next okay. level, okay. and so, they were definitely bigger than all of like the bands that we used to play with for the most part. Okay, so I'm I'm going to defer to Tom because he yeah, was doing I traveling agree. shows. At yeah. the, you were torn. Yeah. So I so I defer to you. I and I mean I probably saw them by accident when, but yeah. you know I was yeah. 16, so whatever. Right. Um, but to answer this person's question uh i don't know if what tom just said is going to equate to a big reaction or if a lot of people left in the meantime I, a lot a lot of a lot people, of kids are not like they lot, might be like and did you are you singing helmet yeah. a lo- fucking hearts home more uh, people need to cover helmet a lot of people who might have been one king down fans are now Fans of uh, Late Night with Jimmy Kimmel and Florida yeah, you know, Georgia I mean, Line and yeah, right, right, right. Going the, to see the, the fucking string cheese incident. Uh, yeah, they're they're fan, they, Fourth they, of July down at the Egg. Uh, one, one King Down, and this is not a knock against the band. I, I feel like because I don't love some of these people that I'm coming off away. Yeah, uh, One King Down. Part of their power was that they appealed to casual people. In the mm. same way the Snapcase uh-huh. did, yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they had a great recording at the time. Great recording, uh, yeah. legible vocals, and, yeah. and big riffs. We've talked about it. Lots Total, of riffs. and so they appeal to a casual, casual. Nor- I'm just going to say, my hardcore friends from Albany are obviously all aware of this. And they're definitely driving down 87 to Philadelphia. Yeah, I know they're or not. waiting, but oh, they're not. I don't think they are. No. But, Are they waiting for the hometown gig? Yes, but and to be honest, then I, I, you know what? Some of these people are going to skip regardless. But but here's the thing: my friends who went to shows went to many One King Down shows, uh-huh. but aren't plugged in. I honestly don't think are aware that they're doing this. This I think I'm going to posit. We talked about this. If you are the type of music that appeals to a person who never leaves their hometown. What's your boy from Albany that you always refer to? The imaginary one, Lyman. Lyman, Lyman. Lyman. the imaginary Lyman. Uh, if you're Lyman. that person, oh, he's psyched as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, For, that's one of the five. He's, uh, so uh, then you are blessed because you can always do a hometown show. If you're talking about upper middle class normies that fucking scattered to the wind when they went to college, right? You you don't stand a fucking shot with a hometown show. You know what I mean? And for a large hardcore festival that is. Charging a reasonable, yeah. reasonable, however, yeah, uh, maybe uh, a hurdle of a door price for a casual fan that wants to see one, one band. band. It's going to be tough. So this band is going to either have to have a groundswell of young people that really are more into it than I think, or are going to have to build that over the next two months, which, by the way, is what Joe Hardcore is very good at. You know what I mean? This is, I hope, I'm already banned from Philadelphia. I hope he does not take this in the wrong spirit. He is very good at 
presenting a band that maybe we kind of don't think we're that popping or are completely dead and you saying, can, hey... You can accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. You're, you are kind of whack if you don't know this. And many, many young people go, I don't want to be whack. Let me give this a go. And they right. end up genuinely liking it. I'm saying this as a, as a net positive because he's, sure. done, he's done some stuff for people's careers that I totally fucking respect. So I'm curious, though. In 2018, a band like that, not a lot of fast ports. Yep. So you're missing out on that crowd. It's all mid-paced. Mid-paced, not a lot of mosh. No. Not a lot of sing-along either. Mm. I think there's a fair amount of sing Fair enough. But OCD 2018 Hardcore Kid, what the fuck are you doing for a five-minute song that's not all go? You know what? What do you think? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah, two and a no, half minutes is kind of like in a live setting. You're like, wrap it up, B. Well, so we talked about uh, if you are a new band, but also if you are just new to your audience band. Get up there, smoke a quick set. That can't happen with One King Down. No, their no. their set's gonna be really long, and if people stay for it, they're gonna leave halfway right. through. Right. The, the, what about because, like, what happens to the casual checker out? You know. But I gotta be honest, this half think. hurts because I grew up yeah, with this band. I know. So if you lead off I know. with the two bangers, people... you're done. Yeah. Well, let's let's flip it to the positive. You were young when you saw them. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. They yeah. had a lot of energy live. Yeah. What else like really pulled you in? You you said like I that, said, these are you very accessible it. riffs. These right. are very big accessible yeah. riffs. Reaction also helps. Sure. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in love with that shit. Right. And yeah. look, like uh lyrically relevant to things that uh, were are relevant to me, you yeah. know what I mean? So, so like yeah. uh it, it's uh you know it, it, Singer uh, had a lot of energy yeah. going crazy. Maybe so, a huge yeah. impression. He's, uh, look. I watched a video of Rob from a couple years ago doing something, and, and I didn't think it was that hot. If he is in fighting shape, if he is in uh, 20-year-old, 23-year-old Rob shape. Jumping around shape, yeah. It's going to fucking impress the fuck out of these kids, and they will be they will stick around. Even mm-hmm. though, the, but I think that you nailed it. So here's what's up, fam. We listened to One King Down the other day, and I was had totally forgotten that these songs are over long. Because when I was a kid, I fucking love them, and I hear them through the ears of a 15-year-old, and I am fucking psyched on every minute. Right, I'm, I'm Bo- going to look these up while Bob you hears it and goes, wait a second, there's no song under four minutes on this fucking thing? And, yeah. and My eyes just about fell out of my head. And yeah, I think that's setting. way too many long songs. I don't mm. like that. I don't I mean, like really, when songs are like three minutes. No, so it's really weird because I, I, you know, if a record, you tell me a record has one six-minute song, I might be like, all right, I'm yeah, curious yeah. to see what happens. Yeah. Okay. But... All of them are really long, and there's a bunch of parts, and there's a lot going on, which isn't always bad. And I hear that in a lot of music now. Um, and the video helped because live, I was like, okay, like they really were going off this QE2 video. Maybe we'll tweet out the link so yep. people can feel good about it. All right, it. so you want the times? Mm-hmm. First song, five minutes, nine seconds. <sighs> That's long. Followed up by four minutes, 36 seconds. Mm. Followed by four minutes, 14 seconds. The shortest song is three minutes, 57, 56 seconds. 427 for a deep cut called Mass Suicide, which I, I actually like the song a lot. I couldn't tell you that song if you had a gun to my head. Bloodlust Revenge, five minutes and thirty seconds. There's a lot of talking. I'm just like I don't I don't know how you know you know, you might go like disembodied, whatever. They have like a fucking mosh port that makes people want to punch each other in the face. Yeah. I don't know if these kids these riffs, as good as they are, I'm not going to shit. I loved Bloodlust Revenge. I'm not going to front. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how those come across in 2018. I think an Eco Strike fan 
could love the shit out of a One King Down set. Well, That's what on. I think. All right, a full Eco Strike set is two of those songs. Look, I. That's uh, the thing. I, I was going to pull up the Eco Strike songs. They don't got things clocking more than two and a half. I, I'm not okay. I'm not suggesting for a second that this flies in 2018. Like that they could come out as a new band doing this. However, I am saying that the can they have a hot show? Yes, I think they can have a hot show. Will they? I don't know. I look if I, I mean, had. Did to, we think Shelter was going to have a fucking hot show no, at 12:30 on a Sunday it. night? And they did great. Right. So. Ego okay. Strike 323, 229, 147, 252, 135, 226, 250. Uh, Those songs are even kind of long. Yeah, I feel like three minutes on a hardcore song is a little pushing it a little bit. Fucking yeah. arduous. Um, so. I I told you my girl is enthusiastic. Yep. If, if we yeah. if we're in the East Coast, we're gonna fucking go, and she will fucking bounce the whole time. I bet. You and know I, I mean? think you'll get a cool One King Down shirt out of this at the least. I feel like you're due for a good and One King Down shirt. Probably a jersey. Oh, I would wear a jersey. Oh. And how do you fill out an entire set, a headlining set? You're you know you're third from the top. You can play fucking Blood Bloodlust Revenge in order. Peace. See you later. Wouldn't that be the move? Wouldn't that, that would be, be cool? the move? That would just be the move. Go hit it. Maybe even cut the one dead song. And be like we were one king down. Boom, five songs. Boom. I, but it's mean, gonna be like I paid fifty two dollars to see you know five what? songs. No, no, no. I, I think that their fans. It, okay, if any fan that comes to see them only wants to see Those the, songs. they want to see the fucking intro, the intro. F- the intro from the first thing. Yeah. That uh, that absolve, and then they want to do. The fucking uh, the, hits. the hits, and then nobody get it's out. Maybe they throw Haspin in the midpoint, whatever. But like, honestly, you don't I'm think not, you'd feel cheated by it. No, you don't set. feel cheated at all. You're there for it. And with those songs being as long as they are, look, that's a fucking set. Fair, you know fair. what I mean. Yeah. So I think so talking in between. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I don't do that. But I, th- I think, that, I, I think that uh, if one kink down comes out. Does you call them one kink down? One kink I think down. That's no, I don't. Th- I don't know. They're not into anything that I'm aware of. But it, <laughs> when, he did uh, wear beads on his neck. One king down. If one king down comes out, does uh, absolve intro into uh, nine eyes? Right? Is that what it is? I think it's called nine eyes. Uh, 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 you do uh, nine eyes into the hits with hasp in the middle, and you close out. Uh, with uh, you got to close mo- with more hate than fear. You close that's with the hate. You close with more hate than fear. But they won't. Everybody. Leaves happy. Leaves happy. Uh, look, one king down, dudes. Regardless of how, uh, uh, do what I just said, and this will be fun, and you'll get another payday a, a half a year from now, a year from now. And Patrick signing on as your manager. Yeah, we good. Let me figure this out for you. Okay. Perfect. All right, um, we'll kind of do a couple quick ones then. Uh, <laughs> Nothing's quick. I know. I know. Uh, Daniel Brennan, our buddy. Thank you, Dan. Um, what's up with live records and hardcore? For a minute, they were kind of common. Releases like AF at CB's, Creepy Crawl Live, The California Takeover, and Underrated. a surplus of other official, semi-official output. Plus the cat classic, let's tack on five long, five long songs to the end of this reissue. Yep. We're a method of getting a live vibe for a band that you had never seen, could never see, even if it wasn't always the most accurate representation. Recent examples are few and far between. However, Converge did one last year, and it felt like it went a bit under the radar relative to how their releases are normally received. Uh, actually, false. I think that thing was big. That live. Yeah? live, yeah. Oh, yeah, but is that big. the one with the wild layout? Yes, uh, that had the different. It's cov- the different right? covers. I'm gonna say. Oh, and no, you're thinking of uh, the new album with the like foil. Foil. That's the foil? new album. Oh, the Jane Doe live had like five different interpretations of the Jane Doe classic. Oh, okay. Which is actually right. really cool. I got right. one of them. 
Has YouTube rendered these null and void? Is there still any place for such a thing? Were any of these ever good to begin with? Should the banter on AF Live at CBS be taught in schools? Uh, bonus content. If captured po- properly, is there a current band that would most benefit from this format? Uh, thank you, Dan. Great question. Live records. Um, I responded to him. What I said was... Quick take is that they're decreasingly financially viable to actually release. You still see some live tapes here and there. Small, cassette-only style stuff. Videos haven't helped releases of live records. Mm-hmm. The move towards people really having a hard time with rough recordings hasn't helped either. And the drop in sales of records, studio or live or whatever, definitely hasn't helped. Is there still a place? Yes, but it's a shrinking space. Yeah, I mean, I think if, you know, the bands, the things that he named, the Creeper Crawl record is a pretty underrated record. Like live record. The AF live record is really what Everybody got me into AF. Yep. I mean, I think that's everyone's probably go to for AF at this point. I feel well, like. That's interesting. If you, you think, think so? about it, it's like the greatest hits on a fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and it's, it's, it's recorded really well. The banter's great. Mm. Um, I think um, California Takeover. California Takeover's record. great. I mean, it, you know, I personally. What? No, please. No, please. I mean, like the beginning of Firestorm with him doing a shout out to fucking Huey P. Newton and the fucking Black Song Panther Party. To Huey P. Huey P. Newton, founder of the Black, Black Panther, Panther Party for self defense. Dun dun, and it's just literally the entire crowd. It could have been three hundred kids or ten thousand kids. It sounded like ten thousand. kids. It sounds like ten. And I was like, I want to be in a band that sounds like this. Like, yes. I want to be able to somehow do this. But I think that that's rare in the resp- so. Uh, my take on this is that everything you said is accurate. That's why they're not as popular. Also, hardcore is profoundly rigid as as far as live performance goes it can be messy uh it can be messier it's almost never different and like right no one's taking this let me take this bass for a walk right and 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 that is that is where live records are fascinating and hardcore does them terribly I mean, Patrick has Dave Matthews live records everywhere. I mean, that's true. It's, it's, just, it's insane. It's, it's, I'm sitting on them now. That's, that's all <laughs> yeah. this. It's wallpapered with Dave Matthews live records. Uh, it, it, Shout out to DMB. Uh, if, uh, I'm under the table and dreaming right now. Uh, self-defense uh, uh, on our new uh, tour uh, in about a month. Uh, one of the stipulations of the venues, we don't have very rigid venue requirements. We're not a big band. Green M and M's and all that. Was uh, <laughs> we prefer to play venues that uh, are going to make live recording easy, and uh, we're going to capture. A f- we're going to do our best to capture a set's worth of live songs, but we're also going to play songs differently. And I think that that is like okay, BBC recordings are. Cool. Yeah. Um, they're a feather in everybody's cap. Sure. Bands like them. Uh, everybody go check out the Extreme Noise Terror of BBC. It's there you go. fan fucking fantastic. It is rare that a hardcore band, no disrespect to Touche, Touche's done two of them. I think they're cool, completest things. But Touche is perfect performers now. They've played those songs a thousand times and are very so good precise, at it. So right. So Kitch the record top. is not. The the live recording is, I mean, live you see it and it goes off so it kills. So they can be perfect. There doesn't need, the bass doesn't need to take a walk. But 
on a audio recording of a live record, it's such as the BBC, different. it's not that much different. And you need that's what should especially be especially it's for. very clean. I mean, especially it's in a studio. It's yeah. a live record in a studio. It's not like crowd interaction. Yeah. Fucking Jeremy's getting knocked over by some person. And there's also fake live ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Liveage, like, the Descendants live record yep. was fake. I like a fake live. I, I, I don't. Mean, I'm we not have mad some at friends fake. that did a fake live. Yep. one. I'm not mad at fake live. Uh, I, I, you know, there's two sides to this. One. AF Live at CB's is so good because they're playing a mix of Victim in Pain and Cause for Alarm songs with when the, they're more proficient. Right, with the sickest line that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get real weird about live stuff. I love it. I think it's awesome because it breathes life into something in a different way. Mm-hmm. I've for a long time done two ideas that one, I want a band to practice songs, uh, get them really tight, go into either a live performance or a live in the studio, record it once, and that's it. Mm. They only perform those songs that one time in a live setting. They don't play them ever again. You can you were either there and you saw them play them, or you hear the recording, and that's the only way those exist in a non-practiced format. That because think about this: your favorite song that you heard this dude spit on the track, or this woman spit on the track, and it comes off so emotive. If that band is successful, even a little bit, they've probably now played that to the point of numbness. Mm-hmm. Or at least some level of numbness. Absolutely. Are there songs that you guys have done that you felt a certain way, and you still do, but you play it, and now it becomes performative? I won't. I, I try not to do anything older than a year right. old. Uh, I really. You have forever. I hate playing old material. It's. But why? Too. But but do you because you disconnect from it? That's the part. So, okay, we've all seen like. A trial style. I won't say trial, but a trial style band that has essentially canned banter that yes. that, that uh, prefaces specific songs mm-hmm. and whatever. I there's that uh, comedian Doug Stanhope who was a, uh, a touring comedian, like like club tour uh, yeah. comedian for two decades, and he said the thing that pushed him out of it wasn't like the money was getting better, but what pushed him out was you feel fucking fake as fuck saying the same thing. Night after night, yeah, and if right. it's, and if it's your skill, you know, like, that's a, that's the skill is telling that same joke every night and landing the beats. In the right, same you can only line. change it so much oh to God. make it fresh for you without fucking exactly, up the joke. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And to me, I I find like, you know, Tom, you're in a different position because Indecision doesn't put out new music. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't play anything that's any you know newer than like 18 years old. Right, right, right. And like that's pretty interesting space because. It's cool that you play as infrequently as you do because if I had to do a month of songs that are old, oh forget! I mean, I wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah, you know would I mean? you? W- this is a good question. The first time, when was the first? Like, what was the largest gap between indecision playing with you? With me? Yeah, the, our first show back, which was two thousand six. So it was like ninety eight years. Yeah, ninety eight to two thousand. But I mean, MPB was in the when, middle. Yeah, right. But, but when yeah. you played those indecision songs at that first comeback show, yeah. that must have kicked up feelings in a different way, like a way that's like, oh my god. Yeah, I wanted to run through a fucking wall. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And yeah. uh, do you think you'd feel that if you played old songs? I don't know. Uh, let's get all heavy. A man can't stand in the same river twice. Yeah, you know I mean, the, because both. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think both, you, you can. Both the water is different, and the man. You okay, know what I mean? That's so, true. So, so, well, and that's not to say that you'd feel the same way. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, is, right, is that you know? is that I could play songs again? Look, yeah, I've said it. I've said it. I've right. said it a million times. I have played songs for six months, and on month six, I realize what the song is about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and these are things that I 
thought I knew what they were about when I wrote them. And then on stage, I go, (laughs) that's about something else, you know? And, and that's a fascinating learning experience as a creative person or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, I could play old material with the understanding that it would be to explore it, but I would also disappoint everybody because I would not want to play it to album. Right. You know what I mean? Not oh, to no, album never, specs at never, all. Never, ever, ever, you know ever, I mean? ever. Like perhaps unrecognizable. What do you yeah. think about live records? Um, or live recordings? Like, yeah. I don't listen to a ton of live recordings just because the recording quality kind of... Sucks? It's not... Yeah, I don't like listening to music with bad recording quality. Um, also, I can watch a Hate Five Six video. Right, and I think that's where the big, the yeah. big switch comes from. Absolutely. And I think that's why it's not as popular. Absolutely. Because well, right, then you get the visual with this. I mean, right. as a kid, so like one of the first records I ever got was Bruce Springsteen put out like a like a 10-year retrospective of yeah. like all live stuff. Like you're doing, but it's like, here's me in London, here's me at Giant Stadium, yeah. like and all sort of stuff. And like, you know, like my older sister waited in line to go buy it. Yeah. But like, so that's the first thing I had ever heard, like one of the first things I'd ever owned myself. So it's kind of like... Live records was like was such an important thing to me because it's like oh like you hear the crowd singing he plays yeah. it a little different he adds this into it, all this sort of stuff but I feel like you know there was no video and like when I first saw like I don't know if you like the AF live video with rock, um that kind of came out years after mm-hmm. the fact like you see you know they bring out Freddie on the record and he's singing Last Warning or whatever. You see the video of him doing it. It's weird. It's so different, it. I'm sure. It doesn't make... It doesn't, like... I never pictured that. Yeah. Right. So it almost sort of, like... like It weirds it out for me because it's like... Oh, I never thought it was, like... A, looking at you now on this guy's shoulder singing fucking Last Morning or whatever. It's just strange. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I think it's... That's one piece that I feel disconnected a bit from is that I just... Hardcore videos have always been weird to me, watching them, because it's like if I'm... is. It just is a separation, but I see why people vibe on it. I, I see listening to a live record as hearing and kind of feeling some of the energy, but not not in a way that I was there. I, I can listen to Kiss Alive too, and those are my versions of those songs, you know? Right, right, right. But that's, I don't feel like I was in the audience, but... You know the banter? The, yeah, I know the banter well. <laughs> um, but videos are so different, and I think people catch the energy in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Watched a blacklisted one last night. All right. Um, we're going to go quick on this. This is actually a pretty good one. Two things. Uh, this is Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Why the fuck does no one ever talk about the gen- the Degenerics? I'm going to stop right there. Patrick, do you know who the Degenerics are? Not a fucking clue. Because not Tom, everyone is from New Jersey. Tom, and this person's not, which is funny. Uh, oh. Do you know you know who they are? I know who they are, yeah. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on them alright uh, Daniel is from Chicago is it because they have a stupid name no it's because nobody knows who they are I saw them play Chicago Fest years ago they played Chicago Fest 2001 I believe that's years ago and they that were is. great and their full length is super creative It their full length is very good I really like their 7 inches they're a band from New Jersey who owned the New Brunswick scene for about 3 or 4 years in the late 90s uh, but they never did a full US tour there's bands who Started well underneath their sun, tra- traveled toward, became huge, while the Degenerics were still at home playing New Brunswick bass, packed New Brunswick bass, and that's all they did. Did they ever go on to anything else? No, not really. No, it's like they no, like- not really. Like the one dude went and played in a later version of Ensign. 
um, Frank okay. and one of the dudes went and did a couple of small bands. No. Oh, okay. um, two, Patrick knows a lot about Christian hardcore. That was a surprise. Yeah. I came up in that world, and while I'm not a believer these days, the shit that dude mentions. Pensive. Believer. Knowing the childhood, but strong arm. Makes me wonder if you'd ever go do a deep dive, maybe in conjunction with a Christian core exploration. Will we do a deep dive on Christian hardcore? I mean, we, we churn one of these out a week. I think we'll get there eventually. Uh I, I think I th- honestly think you guys would be it'd be a solo episode no you'd be surprised at some of the shit it's mostly garbage but th- th- there's some definite fucking highlights Bob it might be rough on you because it's it, it leans strictly it, metalcore not strictly but the not metalcore is terrible I know I know <laughs> so, are there like Christian not metalcore yes, there are there, yes. there are you know what's funny is that in 1997 or something there i Bought some youth crewish looking seven inch yep. that turned out to be you got, yeah, you got a hat. Christian core Weird. thing that I, as I'm looking, I'm like, motherfucker. This yeah. is, and I, I'm pretty sure I scratched um, a pentagram into Fuck it yeah, and threw it away. So I feel like there's a band called, like looking <laughs> forward. Yep, that was like more traditional style hardcore band from like Maryland or whatever. Oh, not X, I, looking forward X. Yeah, and they I, were super. I thought that was slaughter shit, but yeah. Um, uh, there's there is shit of every stripe. There's oi. There's there's everything you can imagine. <laughs> there's Christian oi. Well, let's get into some Christian oi. I will fuck with some Christian oi. No, I don't have a story. I'm just really shocked that there's Christian oi. There's Christian, Christian everything because I mean think about it. It's like basically it's it's young people who it's Christian rap. It, PC talk. Yeah, th- there's True. there's young people who uh, are either in love with a faith or stuck in a faith and they are uh, creative young people just like anybody else or not creative depending on how you look at it uh, want to express themselves so you get every type of fucking music you know what we're gonna let's get a southerner on yeah. who can really balance it and talk about maybe being into that stuff and then their post because some of that stuff is some real passion we've gotten huge feedback on doesn't that. it doesn't even have to be a southerner some of the strongest of that like the people that we hear from I think aren't necessarily even southerners I get a lot of people from the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania region, etc. Oh yeah, who, yeah. yeah. That shit yeah. had a real yeah Midwest, yeah, lots of. Right. So I mean, I, I, I'm not an authority of any type, but I, I find faith-focused music to be totally fascinating. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we could definitely have a guest that knows more than me on sometime. And I'd be open to like a, a like a listening party where yeah, and we can. I mean, because there's just, it's it's. To my relationship to hardcore, Christian hardcore is problematic. I will also acknowledge that Shelter is a very important band to me. Sure. And there's probably some hypocrisy in that. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the same thing. Like, 108's one of my favorite bands ever. I'm like... Ever. I've had one band sticker, as I've said, on my car at any point in my life, and it was a Shelter sticker, and that's it. Right, so how can we be like, fuck this other stuff? Right, and and, and I don't... And I'm not... And I'm not not a believer. No. But I was able to take things from a lot of, you know, Krishna bands that I was like, this is meaningful to me, you know? So, you know, we will dive on it. I'm also going to say, like, we talk about the difference between who we were at 20 and who we are at 108. And we are now. I I think that a thing that's. I think a thing that sticks out is young people want everything to be hyper consistent. And so they're like, it's not fair to, or it's not, it, it's stupid to take just elements of the faith. You know what I mean? Like you want somebody to take it whole cloth, but you know, as an adult, you realize 
I will take whatever intelligent thing you say that applies to my life and all the dumb shit I will disregard. That's mm-hmm. this is my own shit with And, with and then Kanye. we just we just talked about this the last episode. We, yeah. And we talked about Kanye West where it's just like you take what you need from the man and you toss the garbage out. I don't yeah. give a fuck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. hit me with some hot beats. You did your job. I don't need to know how you feel about anything else. Oh, you're an idiot? Big hot surprise. Beats. Peace. Have you ever messed with any Christian hot beats? Christian hot beats? Um, no, I'm Jewish, so I wasn't wasn't super into the Christian well, okay. metalcore. God bless. But... You guys got the, the chosen people. Yeah. 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 You sons of Abraham. Yeah. That's True. Does that... Mean, mean anything for you like no you into it? no not like because i think it's like cool because it's like yeah. a jewish band and like that's not a thing really but yeah. like yeah, but but um like isaac for example yes super I, I, into isaac of isaac of knocks loose from isaac from the room yeah a friend of yes. everyone's um super into christian metalcore yeah like really into it right um made me kind of interested in it just because i didn't know that many people that into sure like faith-based heavy music but not something i've really explored yeah. so all right so you'll be back on for our, our suicide prank of listening yeah for hard. sure yeah. <laughs> i want to like write an essay about like uh whether or not christian like metal core bands actually turned people christian they did did they yeah yes yeah, yeah so? i'm i'm yeah. interested in that yeah, they did. That's amazing. All right. All right do cool. we have time for one more? We'll be quick. If it's short, I think. <laughs> That's fading. This is, yeah, this is the most it's, tired. No, I, we're just at well over three hours. Right, oh, no. oh, my God. And it's also <laughs> been the first hot day in New York City in like yeah, three really years, I think. Yeah. It's It was like 90 degrees, and yeah. it's about 98 degrees in his, office, in his room right now. Nick Greer. Uh, I started listening around episode six. Haven't gone back, so apologies to Carlos. I'm really curious about why trash talk gets such a bad rap. No pun intended. The Their relatively recent crossover affiliations with Converse and Odd Future are going to draw some obvious criticism. But even before that, people were calling their early EPs, quote, fake power violence and treating them like outsiders. Why? What? Nick, Is there a time you. machine? Did we, t- did we take a time machine somewhere? <laughs> I didn't know anybody. Nobody says that about trash talk now. Not now. Ten years ago. Sure. Uh, ten years. I mean, I like those. Right? You know what? Because the like uh, the 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 true lack of interest fan uh-huh. isn't giving any credence to ceremony, correct, or trash talk, correct. or outbreak, or the bands that were maybe Fast, taking some nods from blast beats and fast fast music, and maybe had an infest record, but weren't dyed in the wool right. power violence people. And there was a huge offense taken to all of that. Which, it, 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 that was real, that happened. We should point out that that particular individual, the type of person, and there's probably only 40 of them in the United States. But right, they were just some really of them live in Albany and they're gloom. Yeah, they're just really yeah. loud. Um, that individual was not going to give anything that wasn't co-signed by their little scene by, a shot. By, from here, by their secret message board. I will also say that if you have any pride in power violence... I implore you <laughs> to tie a mini, to to get a chain, tie a mini fridge to yourself, and jump out of a boat. Be- oh, wow! Axe wow. to grind twenty eighteen. Power violent and proud. It, it, <laughs> if if you give a fuck about the sanctity of the genre of power violence, please keep PV pure. Go to a gun range. 
discharge the bullet into your chest. <laughs> wow. That's it. Because you suck. There's no reason <laughs> to care about that on any level. If you were a dumb fucking 19-year-old that pretended that you were down for 30 years and you give a fuck about power violence, and you, now you are a fucking, obviously, you are an evil corporate litigator, uh, okay, you're forgiven. If you still care, dear God. Hey, dear fucking God. Spaz did a split with 25 to life. And if it's good enough for them. And U-N-I-T-Y. It <laughs> and it wasn't ironic. Like, some of those dudes fucked with 25 to Sure. Um, Here, Rex Max definitely was down with 25 to <laughs> So, what was the question? Why is Trash Talk? Look, I don't think Trash Talk... I, I don't think they've got songs. That's it. Uh, uh, Do you, I, does, does Trash Talk have a bad rep? Um, I don't think people talk about them anymore, really. Right. Um, that's because they don't have songs. I think they're off yeah. radar. They, they yeah. are. They are an exceptional live act and one of the most important bands of their era. I'm taking nothing from them. Have you ever liked Trash Talk? Yes. Okay. I still like Trash Talk, but they're also... I think they're like fun to see live. I don't listen to them a ton yeah. on my own. They're also... I think they've moved out of like the like the dedicated hardcore scene, like the people who are going to watch this podcast, and they're the people who read Vice and Noisy. Yeah. Right. But have they changed and, stylistically, do you think? Or it's just like... A different crowd. I mean, they're the same kind of yeah, musically. It's evolved, but you know. yeah, it's evolved. But I don't think it's like changed drastically or anything like that. Right. So like a kid that liked, you know, what was the? F- I had that first record. I don't know what the fuck it was called. But like, it's not that much different that if they gave them a chance, like in a vacuum, they'd probably enjoy it. Yeah. But no. It's just kind I, yeah. Of written off because yeah. Of their I fan think. Base and stuff. Yeah, I think it's written off because of their fan base, because of their like association to like. Hollywood and like fashion and yeah. and Supreme yeah. and like hype beast things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I still think they're cool. Yeah. They ca- they carved their own way. It's a total shout out for me. Except I just don't think they're. I got love for multiple dudes in that band. Cool dudes. Uh, never was my thing totally musically, but live it was good. And they were a band who, as we've discussed, there's a place for bands in hardcore if you do it live. Yeah, your records could be nuts, and they- and I don't mean in a good way. They could be sagging yeah. and. If you're live, live, people will care. I mean, we forget that, like, that was everybody in the band was on and killing it. And it, a frontman who really, at the personal expense of his safety and health, performed. Yeah. Like, that was a, a top tier performance band that I think there's not a ton to go back to if you're not watching them. If they're not playing in front of you, what are you going to do? Put on a trash talk record and bop around? No, in the live, you know, like, and there's that's a band who I think if you go live, yeah, people might be able to watch your videos and be like, this is cool, but that's, it's such a different feeling than when you actually see it. When right. you see it, you feel it. There's like a palpable danger sometimes. Yeah, I think, with yeah, them, yeah. Which doesn't, yeah. But, I mean, those dudes just did a tour with fucking Action Bronson. Yeah. And it didn't not make sense. Yeah. Well, uh, and, name and their show, band, that show was still cool because they played they played here in Brooklyn and in Manhattan. Right. Still cool. Like they still, still cool. it still went off. People were still moshing and stuff awesome. like that. Right. And like who else could really do that? Exactly. Not many. At this time. Like, no, but but I mean, I think that they presaged a lot of what we're seeing. Oh, 100%. And, you know, but as far as like. You're saying like the OG SoundCloud rapper? It, no, they're the OG oh, hardcore yeah. band playing with rappers. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and, and we're and, seeing that right now. I think Little Ugly Maine is playing a show in Richmond with Division of Mind. Yes, that. and yeah. that's and, because y- they found that kid that was always there. That was the crossover between those two things. Who wanted to stage dive? 
You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. yo, what do rappers want to do more than anything in life? Stage dive. Stage dive. You, if they you, love if you, that shit. They love to they very poorly stage dive. If you ask yeah. a rapper, hey, would you rather have money, drugs, women? They'd be like, no, I want to stage dive in an embarrassing 14-year-old at his first show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wa- hand-waving. Yeah. Get up, yeah, up, yeah, up, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's all a rapper wants to do. Yeah. So like, Trash Talk found those rappers and found that fan. And like, yo, more power to them. I think what they've done is more... I, I, look, I don't see any reason when you are one of the top three hardcore bands of your era to stay playing hardcore shows exclusively. I think that that is a, a suicide move for your band. And I think unless you want to be the OG always in hardcore band, which is fine, right. but I, I think you have a mental disease if you want to play in front of the same people all the fucking time. I mean, they low-key might be the biggest band going, and we wouldn't mm, even know. Not, not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. I, Five and, years and ago. Hardcore, yeah. though? No. No. But no. I mean, like, in general? No. Maybe? No. I, I'm, no. I, I think, I don't think they're kind of... Yeah. global sense. Yeah. Turnstile yeah. wouldn't play the, like, non-hardcore shows the way that That's totally Trash true. Talk would. And I think that, like, there's something really special about the fact that they brought so many people into hardcore because they were able to cross over and that those people like Lee like made like an insane career for himself out of like being weird and crazy doing live shows. Yeah. I mean, they've made, you know, yeah. They've created their own lane. They have, yeah, no, yeah, he has their own thing. Yeah. 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 I I think I would also say that uh, to talk about their music, uh, still doesn't appeal to me. I think they've actually gotten better over the years. Their music is more well-formed, still not appealing to me. Um, but it's better. Uh, that's actually an interesting tour is a trash talk turnstile and throw a rapper on there. Sure. It'd be a good tour. I don't think it would happen, but it'd be a really good tour. Uh, let's wrap it up with talking about, has anybody listened to anything? Cause all I've listened to is fucking integrity. And I did. So, so, so uh, 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 Izzy, you got anything that you've been listening to? You want to shout out? Um, I don't Th- thank you anything. for being a guest, by the way. Yes, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me say dumb things. Ongoing correspondence um, right here. Yep, that's me. Um, Miracle Drug. They haven't released anything super new, but they're the best band, and everyone should listen to them. This is insane, and I, 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 I don't understand what's happening. Uh, Miracle Drug is great. Look, I'm not <laughs> mad at Miracle Drug. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at them. Right. It's just crazy that two young people have come onto the show and shouted them. out a band that is older than I am. That is yeah. fucking insane. They're older than I am, too. Um, <laughs> but... All right, shout out to Miracle Drug. There you go. Um, and like, see them live if you can, because that's like the that's the coolest part. And they're about to the tour, aren't they? Yeah. Oh no shit! All right. Everybody and they're doing a tour with someone. Mm. Oh, Fixation from mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Yeah. So shout out to Fixation. That band's pretty good. Good demo out there. Um, I listened to His Heroes Gone, Monument to Thieves today. It's been a long time, and that record's awesome. I'm trying to put together my top ten bands in the '90s, and it's really tough. Mm. Not, 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 oh, there's so many in a, do I really, really like 10 bands from the 90s? It's tough for me, so. Wow. Tom, what you got? Anything new? I listened to some Vein, some new Vein. Oh, fuck. Oh, yes. All right. I think it sounds great. I think they're going to be fucking gigantic in a year, and, uh. Yeah. Yeah, so. you see the artwork and the videos, and. Yeah, it's great. It's it's on. I think it sounds like Mudvayne, and I think that that is not an insult to them. And I don't think it sounds like Mudvayne. I actually, like I actually thought, 
I only listened to a couple tracks. I actually was impressed with how much I actually I did like it. There's certainly a little bit of twizzy in there that I could do without, but um, faster and more energetic than I anticipated. That's true. A it, lot of it, interesting sounds and stuff. It's cool. It is definitely a hopped up, fast moving record that, and we. Yeah, that record's on speed. Like yeah. that feels yeah. like the kind yeah, of record. No you dull do. parts. It doesn't drag. Yeah, so that's cool. Drummer's great. Guitar players are great. I think it's. Yeah, like you said, a lot of a lot of sound choices that are are left field, and we've talked about it on this podcast. Whether or not you like something, when it's odd enough that it captures your interest, even if you end up tossing it out, that means that five people also listened to it, and three of them probably liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know what's an interesting thing is if you don't like something but it captures your interest like that, explore it. You might end up thrown out, but explore it and figure out what the hell that is that's capturing your interest, yeah. and and isolate it and go. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, it's it's interesting because it's the most new metal thing I've heard in 15 years and throw it away. Yeah. Whatever that might be. But, you know, like dig into what captures your interest. Yeah. Just add some 808 to the live session. And you're good. Listen to Jamie and it worked out. Uh, this has been another episode of Axe to Grind. You can reach us uh, on Twitter. At Axe to Grind cast. Uh, or at our email. Axe to Grind podcast at gmail.com. Five star reviews. We have a Patreon. We appreciate all of your support. Please consider donating to our Patreon and joining the crew. If you join in the next week or so, you can still probably get in for our merch drop, which will be next month. Listen to Project Regenesis and have a great week. <laughs>